Please don't take this person out Would you politely go to hell Get the fuck out of my way Cause it's been one of those days You know exactly who's here and why Do you want to hear about something from the dinosaur era? You could have a baby in that time, but prematurely The numbers are there, but the math doesn't add up You can't turn off a faucet You got it again, boss You're great, you're golden, let's go It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Didius, welcome to the program, episode 31F, the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. Had to move my cord. If you're watching the video, I was uh, messing with the cord. And now you're messing with the kid. That's from uh, the Blues Brothers. I'm sure that's a, obviously that's a cover of some sort from some old blues great, mm-hmm. uh, who I do know the answer on who did that, but I will never be able to tell you for one, not for $1 million. Somebody can walk in right now and go quickly. Who did the, who was the original uh, performer on Now You're Messing With The Kid? And I would not be able to do that for a million dollars. I would watch $1 million. I would watch Howie Mandel close that case up yeah. and lock it tight and go to the next office and I hear that person win. Because I think, if I may, I think that tiny Asian lady next to us yeah. knows the blues. Yeah, she's got to. Yeah. She knows the blues. You can tell. She's, she's uh, lived a life. That woman is about, the woman next to us is uh, maybe three inches shorter than me. Yeah. Um, but I could, you know, I'm here twice a week at the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, a twice a week minimum. Mm-hmm. Maybe three times. So I was going to say three times a week at the most if I'm coming in on an extra day. Um, minimum twice a week, that woman and I turn the corner at the exact and same time and bump into each other. <laughs> I just did the same with her, actually. You did, right? Yeah, when I went to blow my nose. Um, and it, uh, first of all, it frightens me every time. Mm-hmm. And it frightens her because she is the the one person who doesn't uh, doesn't safely land in somebody's chest. Mm-hmm. They smash into my face. Yeah. So we turn and boom. And oh, uh, uh, and then I go, oh, hey, hey, office mate. And then we move on uh, mm-hmm. because, again, I don't learn people's names yeah. uh, because uh, that would require me to be friendly and kind. And then I would uh, I would remember it for a month and then forget it and then uh, just go, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of the Blues Brothers, you yeah. know I love uh, pedantry. Uh, and this is, I think, as pedantic as it gets. Do you think that the Blues Brothers, the film, mm-hmm. is cons- – do you consider it – a, a, an SNL sketch adaptation along the lines of a ladies man or a Wayne's world or a it's Pat. Well, it was the first SNL film. If I'm it, not mistaken. It was definitely a film featuring two characters who had been on SNL. But my question is, was it a sketch adaptation? Here's the thing. They, they never were in a sketch, right? That's my, that was they, my position. They performed as a musical act, right? Um, now, you can argue about whether that musical performance, those performances were supposed to be funny or not. They were not. Well, people laughed, though. Because they didn't. I mean, in fairness to all of us, <laughs> yeah. you, we thought we were supposed to. Well, you, you see two comedic performers in costume dancing around. Doing crazy dances. But if you, if you read up on the, like, the origin of the Blues Brothers... They were doing that at clubs. At club, they, yeah. they didn't. They wanted to be in a blues band, and they put together a real band. 
Um, and then they did it on SNL. But if I'm not mistaken, the first time they did it, they were dressed as the bees. They were. So that complicates so that make it, it a, a little bit. Does that make bit. it a sketch? It's still a musical performance. And I, and I I could be wrong, but they may have been the music. They might have been the musical guest that episode. I, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe I'm conflating a lot of different things. Um, weren't they coming up short one episode and then they said uh, they could go out and do the Blues Brothers, but you have to dress as the bees? <laughs> am I, am I, don't I know. conflating two that. stories? I've never heard that. Um, but they, to your point, then, like that first album, the uh, briefcase full of blues, mm-hmm. and then their second one, Made in America, was all recorded when they opened up for Steve Martin mm-hmm. at the Universal Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. So they were doing that. Yeah. So while I, I mean, yes, I mean, you can't argue those those characters were introduced on SNL. Right. I think to me, it's like there wasn't a writer's room uh, sitting around going, OK, here's a sketch idea. Uh, Danny and John are going to be bluesmen and they're going to go up and they're going to perform this song. What actually happened was Danny and John were like, let's start a blues band. Right. And then they're like, well, can we do it on SNL? No. And so but, maybe Lorne was like, make it funny and I'll let you do it or whatever. I don't know. I think I think he made him put the B outfits on. Yeah. And look, I, I don't For the first one. I don't think it's I mean, maybe I laughed at it as a kid because I, again, thought it was supposed to be funny. But I also think you know intrinsic in john belushi's uh, performance style like he's he's going crazy up there that is whether it's kind of blurs the line between a comedic performance and a musical performance for me well in the same way that jack black and tenacious d yeah i mean it uh but tenacious d wrote original comedy songs on top of whatever antics that were happening on stage. Correct. This, this was just they were just covering those cover, yeah. songs uh but i mean if it, Look, I I don't have a strong opinion on this either way, to be honest. But uh, but if you remember, like in fairness to people that laughed at it, yeah, you know they walked out, you know, to the music. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Dan Aykroyd had a briefcase handcuffed to his wrist. Right. They unlocked the handcuffs. They unlocked the briefcase. They took out a harmonica <laughs> right. from this giant briefcase. Right. And then they did the blues. Okay. So one yeah. could say that they're doing some business. Yeah. That. I forgot about that little bit yeah. of it. Yeah, and then they're okay. doing backflips and they're doing right, crazy, right. Da- you know. Yeah. Uh, that said, once they start performing, like if you yeah. saw them in concert, there's no comedy. Right. There's no comedy. They're, they were doing a blues concert. Yeah, and I still, I still kind of fall back. And maybe this is this is the most pedantic it can get, but it it wasn't conceived as a sketch for this sh- sketch comedy show SNL it was it was just it was not no it no, was just done on SNL they never a, a second week went okay what can the blues brothers get into this week yeah. there wasn't that was, right. oh let's put them at a at a gas station and see what right. happens there was never that yeah. actually and here funny you brought up tenacious d i think it was 98 whenever the tenacious d hbo series happened uh matthew broderick was hosting SNL and he knew jack black and tenacious d performed two songs on SNL. They were not the musical guest. There was another musical guest. And then they performed two of their own songs wow. in one set. That was not an SNL sketch. So like right. that was just a, a comedy music act doing what they do on SNL. And you could say the same thing about the blues brothers, even though the two people doing it happened to be cast members of yeah. SNL. Same as when Andy Kaufman would come on and he would just, yeah, he wasn't the musical guest and he wasn't the, the, the host. Right. He would just come out and do his Elvis thing. Yeah. And we all laughed like it was the funniest thing in the world. And it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's right. interesting. I think we solved it. The, the, the overarching question that led to all this was, what is the best SNL sketch adaptation film? And a lot of people would say it's the Blues Brothers, and I say that it doesn't qualify. But in a way, it does. So It's an SNL film. Like, I'll give you that much. According to Wikipedia, and I think you guys said some f- form of this, the genesis of the Blues Brothers was a January 17th, 1976 sketch uh, Saturday Night Live sketch. In it, Howard Shore and his All B band play the Slim Harpo song I'm a King B with Belushi singing and Ackroyd playing harmonica, dressed in the B costumes they wore for the Killer Bees sketches. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1978, guitarist Arlen Roth was performing on SNL with Art Garfunkel, who was always host. Before the live show, Belushi and Ackroyd asked Roth and others to join them on stage in the outfits that would later become the Blues Brothers look. Uh, and then after following tapings of that, they would all hang out at Ackroyd's bar, and that that's where Belushi, or Dan Ackroyd introduced uh, John to the blues. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess before that, he didn't even know what it was. He did not, because he's from the west bit. side of Chicago, and he was just, uh, uh, didn't know, oddly, while well, I lived in Chicago, and the blues are big in Chicago. <laughs> if you're in the suburbs, you don't really... It, it takes doesn't, a while for the blues to doesn't reach you. Uh, trickle down to there. Yeah. yeah, that interest became a fascination, and it was not long before the two began singing with local blues bands. Band leader Howard Shore suggested they call themselves the Blues Brothers. So all that happened yada, after yada, they yada. did the the yeah. beef thing. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I thought that had kind of happened before the first appearance on us. I thought, I, I, yeah, I, my timeline's wrong too. Uh, they, no, I, I mean that that article, which is just some guy on the internet. Uh, says that it was a sketch i mean look i, I well it's it, all in the, the snl book it's, yeah. it's all documented right. in there live from new york yeah yeah i mean that's where i got my information right. whatever i just gave you yeah. I, I i got from and that. i yeah i read that years ago when it came out so i i must have had some of that in my head too but i mean that all sounds accurate but it sounds that sounds a little flip-flop to me but right me too but uh you know whatever yeah um you know we watched it recently with i watched it with oliver and it uh you know, I still think it's a good movie, but a lot of that's nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, there's four funny lines in there. Otherwise, it's not really a, it's not a comedy. Yeah, uh, it's, maybe there's seven funny lines. It, but it's it's that thing that we talked about with Fletch and Ghostbusters, where it's like it's a it was a comedy by the standards of that day. Yeah, um, but it's more of an action thing. I mean, it's yeah. that, it's a you know it's a it's a one hour and fifty six minute car chase. I mean, that's right. Really, what with it is. a lot of musical with musical performances, yeah. So like, it, which are all great, yeah. But I remember watching it as a kid after all the hype and and after I'd become obsessed with SNL, and I was like, okay, I got to watch this super funny SNL movie, essentially. And I was like, this is like a musical. And at the time, that time in my life, I had no interest in musicals, yeah. and I was just like, I don't really care about all this now that's it it's a really good musical if you if you come at it from that point of view right it's a really good jukebox musical yeah uh movie i'm Uh, sure i would appreciate it more now at the time i was just like i don't know these songs and i don't care and why is this why is everything stopping so this can happen right why is why is ray charles stopping traffic (laughs) so we could walk across the street the poor man's blind elliot get off his back uh you know a little courtesy to the uh, handicapped um the um uh all right, so your your question is so my just for the record, I know it's important that we have this written down. Elliot, I mean, you don't think it's a sketch? Us. Well, that that uh, that aside, my answer to the question is, is, is what's the best SNL sketch movie? Is Wayne's World? It's the funniest one. I mean, look, there's not a lot of competition outside of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> you got Coneheads, which I actually kind of like. Cone, Coneheads is bad, but it's funny. But it's not. Uh... Um, and then you've got. It's Pat, which I don't even think I saw. Um, 
I don't think anybody saw that. Ladies Man. Uh, don't think I saw that either, honestly. That wasn't even a good sketch. I can't believe that made it to a movie. And I like Tim Meadows a lot, but I, I don't ever really got that sketch. What about that one that was, what is it, Night, Night at the... Night Roxbury. at the Roxbury. Turns out I haven't seen most of them because they all look god awful. <laughs> like, yeah, that was that, that one. Again, I didn't like the sketch. So the only time I enjoyed it was when Tom Hanks was on. Right? right. right? Wasn't Tom Hanks on one that was really I, funny? Might have been the first one actually. Uh, or no, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But yes, that was that's memorable. That was funny. You know what it was for me, and I and I'll say it. I think enough time has passed. I I never I never enjoyed Chris Kattan. Mm-hmm. Ever. It didn't matter what character he was doing. I didn't enjoy it. So therefore, that sketch never was going to work for me because yeah. I didn't. I didn't. His presence on screen just went <laughs> nope yeah. for me. Turns yeah. out I'm right, by the way, uh, 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 well, about his presence and him being hmm. a horrible person. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I can't. I, I generally agree with you about him. I don't think I. But I, but he was annoying. But I'm trying to remember. There must have been a couple of sketches where him being annoying was actually used to good effect. But I, I can't. I couldn't name one if you asked me to. Mm. Um, boy, I'm trying to think of. I mean, you know, I was SNL bananas, but they weren't really doing movies yet. No, I mean, it's crazy how long, how much time passed bef- between Blues Brothers and. I mean, what it was Wayne's World might have been the next one, honestly. Which is why, like, was. in a way, Blues Brothers isn't part of that yeah of what of of your point of sketches becoming that was like the blue Brothers was his own it was its own thing yeah um i mean its seeds were in snl yeah that's the best you could probably say about it you'd say the the, so the best i could say about it is the seeds were there (laughs) seeds were there yeah they planted a seed he's got a certificate he knows how to use the lingo yeah yeah. well also like planting and such of course uh (laughs) the the SNL was so much less structured at that time too. I think you know it was it was there were people who would never host now who were hosting and just things were happening that right. were just like it kind of fell by the wayside and like they, they yes they have always done Weekend Update they've always had a cold open with Live from New York but I think in between all that stuff it was way more experimental and so it was kind of just like yeah whatever now it's like no we we have a host and we have a musical act sometimes they're the same person but we do we, this is how we do it and, and that host is always there uh, time to promote something which yes. when elliot gould was hosting snl it was just like <laughs> right. let's have elliot gould do it let's have paul simon do it when you let's look say. at the list of of hosts from 75 to 85 it's crazy like why, why was candace bergen host like i don't know you know what i mean like yeah. she wasn't no, I, there's a lot of people like that. I think Ed Koch hosted once. <laughs> he was the mayor of New York. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, listen. The whole thing's formulaic. And uh, although now that said, there, <laughs> obviously there have been other. I don't know if Trump hosting maybe is the closest to a politician, which I don't consider him. But like, has there been in the last 25 years someone who's purely just a politician, a politician hosting. hosting. No, because later, they, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but later they just would end up popping up on Weekend Update. They do a little, or, yeah, the little cameo, which yeah. is a much better use of, don't don't burden the whole episode with, right. you know, Hillary Clinton, God rest her soul. She's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still felt like I needed to say it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, maybe because her political career is dead. <laughs> how about that? Uh, how about that? Which is un- ridiculous. Still. It looks like the last. Yes. What do you got? Karen? Political host. Would have looks like it was Al Sharpton in 2003. Oh, Jesus. John McCain, 2002, Rudy Giuliani, 97 and so on and so on. 
Ralph Nader maybe at one point? Oh, Did Giuliani. he do it? I do not remember Al Sharpton hosting. That's, I don't either. Especially at that at that time. That's so odd. 19, uh, 1977 for Ralph Nader. 1977 for Ralph Nader. So I was right about Ralph Nader. Jesse Jackson, George McGovern, both in 84. Steve Forbes in 96. Oh, my God. Steve Forbes. I forgot. That. Okay. So when people say who is the worst host of the in the history of the show, Steve, from what I've seen, I mm-hmm. think that probably is. Worse right. than Elon Musk. Yeah, I think so. Elon Musk committed to the. He, 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 was, he wasn't good, but there, st- funny happened around him, I think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's true of Steve Forbes, too. But like, I usually reach to like Nancy Kerrigan as like the worst one I've right. ever seen. But Steve Forbes, man. That I don't might, remember. That it. might beat Kerrigan. That was the era that I really was watching. Kerrigan was rough. Yeah. That was rough. That poor woman got, thought she got smacked around again. <laughs> In the yeah. knees. It just makes like, no sense. It's like we got hit in the knees. <laughs> it was like, okay, I accept that you put Michael Jordan, like Michael Jordan hosted. He had a movie coming out. Wayne Gretzky hosted. Not sure why, but he was, they, he's they the probably, great, he's the greatest. They probably thought, who's the, who's the Michael Jordan of hockey? We got to get him too. Yeah. But Nancy Kerrigan was like a, a tabloid headline. But she, no, 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 that's not fair. She was a, no, I know an she, Olympic darling. I know she was in the Olympics, but it's like, even, even that is kind of like, the Olympics is something that happens once every four years, and then mostly the the public ceases to care about those sports. But isn't there one person that always comes out of every Olympic that we care about? Mary yeah. Retton. Didn't yeah. Michael Phelps host? Sure. Michael Phelps. Oh, did he? I think. And then so. who's, yeah, the, who's the, the the little uh, the the little gymnast now? Who's Gabby? Very, uh, the African American. Yeah. Isn't it Gabby something? Gabby. I want to say Gabby. We we went to see her. Simone Biles. Simone, Simone Biles. Didn't Who's she host? <laughs> there is someone named Gabby. There is a Gabby. Some, did Simone Biles host? I don't. Gabby Lopez no. is on the LPGA. Is that who you're thinking of? No, no yes, but it's it might probably be, who you're thinking of. It might be the Latino gymnast. Might be Gabby something. Hmm. You're really sticking with Gabby. <laughs> I, it, it, Gabby you know, you know I'm not the one with the computer, right? I'm, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> are, what are you googling? Who is Gabby? Gabby Douglas. Gabby Douglas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, she's also african-american though she did not host we know that no yeah but not before Uh, simone biles but simone did right did simone biles host no who's the girl who's the 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 girl that like broke her leg or shattered her ankle and oh oh, carrie strug did carrie strug host did she and and didn't didn't that uh didn't the um the tennis player who always went uh (laughs) <laughs> did she host no not, what? you sure what's her name uh Celis, monica Celis. I, 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 oh my god if she hosted the, was monica Celis the one the, the grunter the yeah. moaner no i thought it was somebody. there were there were multiple she was kind of the pioneer of the grunt was she i thought it was a blonde woman there, there was a there was a blonde woman who i don't think ever won a major oh because the, the kornikova yeah, yeah 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 she did she grunt she was just very sexy and then yeah. she ended up marrying uh, Enrique Iglesias. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good looking couple. Jesus Christ. I want to be Garen in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Did it, either of the Williams sisters host? Boy. Oh, they probably. That seems like that one I accept on the same level as the Michael Jordan thing. Mm. But but if it was like there was also Jennifer Capriati, like there was there was like a bunch of 90s athletes that were just kind of like, you're the big thing for the moment. And then they didn't really sustain it. I would put Nancy Kerrigan in that category. Um, well, she, I, I wouldn't. I, I still go and enjoy watching her skate. <laughs> there's no, nobody was as fluid as Nancy. She just was great. You know, the, the thing is that Tanya Harding was the best, and she screwed up. Yes, we know. Um, the real truth was that that was just a year where neither of the American standouts in in figure skating, women's figure skating, were the best. Like I think there was a Russian, Oksana Bayul or somebody, who was better than both of them. 
sometimes we have the best one sometimes some other country has the best one and it was just like we were all fighting over like no we think this one it's like look neither of them are gonna do it so just calm down don't break any knees over this people uh, poor tanya hardy just wasn't as attractive as nancy kerrigan and uh people got uh, did not care for her for that reason that's uh she also, uh, she had her boyfriend smash a knee. Prior to that. Okay. Prior to that. Even yeah. though, it, 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 again, I'm, I was doing the voice, but it was, yeah. it, clearly she was the better of the two, mm-hmm. according yes. to experts. Right. And could do some twist and turn that nobody else ever did. The triple Lutz or whatever the fuck. It was also that, that age old story of like working class, like sort of whatever versus like a more privileged, like I think Nancy Kerrigan was a more privileged kid who i mean she wasn't a kid anymore by the time that happened but you know she'd come up uh, i think she had came from an affluent family and so it's like that that thing of like that sport i think can be a little bit um elitist yes we don't we don't we don't like the trailer girl right exactly we don't care if she's better than anybody else yeah uh this was all covered in i tanya an award-winning movie that most of you probably saw yeah we we, we (laughs) We don't don't need to rehash it no no reason at all uh uh, to uh, follow up on something that we discussed um, uh, the other week, last week when I was, uh, rent, you know, they were filming, they were filming in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah. So uh, here's some updates on that. Okay. You ready? We got an up. We got some updates on them filming in my neighborhood. Turns out it was for a Home Depot commercial. Mm-hmm. And uh, they weren't in anybody's way. And it was actually kind of exciting to have them in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you did a hang around trying to get into the the background of a shot? I did not, but Oliver and I did go over there at one at one point, uh, maybe around uh, nine thirty at night, because they had uh, big uh, big uh, hanging lanterns from cranes yeah. to illuminate, mm-hmm. uh, and that was really cool to see them hook that up and bring that up, and um, it was cool to see some of the stuff. Well, Oliver is a film guy. Like I, when I was a kid, I was the same as him. I was obsessed with movies, and I didn't get to i would didn't live in a city where all the movies were made but if i ever happened upon anything like that i was just fascinated with the process so like just being able to see like how they hang those lights and uh, you know yeah. what, how they what you know where what's that guy doing it's just it's a it's a very complicated and fascinating uh process to to see happen and and uh so he must have been in heaven uh, you know, he was inconvenienced like the rest of us, but uh, <laughs> maybe it's not as amazing to him because he's I think, been around shows because he's been on stages. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. He's been uh, although he did make a point of this was his first um, like movie set, even right. though it was a commercial set, right. but it still yeah, looks yeah. like a movie set. And, yeah, you know they took over, you know, uh, and they offer they come over to uh, to look at our driveway mm-hmm. to offer us money to use our driveway, huh. uh, but uh, too narrow, too narrow. Um, which is a bummer because we could have got a you know yeah. some money out of it and um, uh, but they did they, they the guy said to Danielle the location guy or whatever uh, mm-hmm. that that she spoke with uh, you know come on over you know we we'll have food we've got the uh, oh, that's nice you know if uh, you know if you got kids they always love to come and watch you know f- feel free to come over and uh, so they were very they were very very nice uh, honestly it never uh, only once did I see I'm sure it happened all day long but only once did I see people being stopped mm-hmm. uh you can't cross right now because they're shooting yeah and it, it, i assume everybody's in show business so everybody's annoyed by it mm-hmm. uh but nobody was annoyed by it because they're like oh no and then they watch for a little bit they're right, interested right. in it uh whereas i'm like no thank you must get the target honestly that sounds so much more friendly than any set of, or any shoot i've ever happened upon like i've never heard of any 
uh, production saying, "Hey, come on over and have our craft service." It, uh, or and uh, and lunch. Yeah, like they all like that is crazy. Like we could we could have gotten in line and had the lunch. Yeah. Uh, Zoe and I drove by a thing on our street once where they had the the craft service truck was there and it had the back doors were open and she saw that like it was like a van and the the back doors were open and hanging on the inside of the back doors were like custom shelves full of candy and mm. snacks and trees and Zoe was just like oh my god I, she was like she, all she wanted to do was run in there and just grab as much yeah. as she could and I was like yeah but I mean we probably could get away with it it didn't seem like anybody was watching it but um but you're not thieves but we're not thieves and and but it, but it just makes it just makes me think like why didn't they like say hey come on over um i i not as friendly as my neighborhood yeah it's too bad uh well this again this was a home depot commercial so we were a little different vibe. yeah they're family friendly um and i believe uh it was they were supposed to be believe it or not replicating puerto rico Huh. They were, uh, this particular house was to uh, be in Puerto Rico for some reason. That's cool. Um, so they flooded the neighborhood. <laughs> um, Too soon. Yeah, I, I, I felt it. <laughs> uh, I still said the joke, though, because I'm a comedian. And we, you know, I pushed the envelope, man. Hopefully just, by Sunday, the Florida's back to. Remember Puerto Rico two weeks ago no, was flooded. No, I know, yeah. Um, Florida, of course, is just, you know. Uh, There's sharks swimming down the street. Yeah, there's controversy about that shark. Oh, really? Uh, whether that um, is real or not. There's a timeline issue with that. Oh, it it may be from uh, a different thing. Yeah. Uh, like, there's some weird time thing where it's like, was it this storm? Well, even if it was a different storm, there's still a shark swimming on the street. Let's <laughs> yeah, acknowledge that. It's still a fun thing. Or is it somebody playing with photo, not Photoshop, but whatever, uh, yeah. CGI or whatever yeah, they're playing yeah. with? Um, and by the way, I only say there's controversy because God forbid anything happened on the Internet without somebody going fake. And then people, right. have, you know, they zoom in on the timeline of this particular thing. And then yeah. the timeline here, you'll see the storm didn't hit that area of Florida until this time. How could they have a video of this then? And, you know, at the same time, I don't I, I hate that. I I'm so lazy about when I see something, I just believe it to be true. Like I saw that and I was like, well, I guess the. Uh, but why not? I mean, what do you mean? You're not well, lazy. In, you said, okay, well, that's in, it. And then you will with your life. In that case, it's not particularly important. But there's other things in the world that are, it's kind of important to, to know if it's true or not. You know, like if it's a building being bombed in Ukraine, it's important to know, hey, that, that was actually Kosovo in 1992 or something. Oh, it, it, no question. But in regards to a shark or something small like this, yeah. it, it, I think you're fine just moving on yeah. with your life. I, mean, <laughs> I agree. I just, it's a slippery slope. And I, I feel like I've. I've lost the ability to be like critical and 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 question when I see something because I'm just scrolling through Reddit or something. I'm just like, oh, oh shark. Um, it does look kind of cool. It the, is the video cool. of the, of the I mean, shark. He looks like in di- he's in distress. He so. does not. He looks like he's in distress. That, that, uh, that part upset me a little bit. But. Yeah, he I looks mean, like you, he's like caught on a net or something, and he just keeps or it's it's, too, it's a little area. too shallow, and he can't quite get. Like I don't know. There, Most uh, of your shark attacks happen in three feet less of water, Matt. <laughs> okay. Can uh, can we since we're when, since we're hanging up phones? Can I quickly say I, I don't? I'm assuming that now that last episode is up, there are people yelling about this. So I'm just going to say I haven't seen it, but I know I was wrong about something. The uh, the music video I was thinking of, the Billy Idol music video, was not for Hot in the City. I was thinking of the Cradle of Love music video. Oh, that's the one with the guy from Murphy Brown. I thought that too, Jimmy. And I, my whole life, I've thought that that was the guy from Murphy Brown. I oh, went, it's not the guy from Murphy Brown. I went back and watched it. I do not believe that is the guy from. Murphy. It just looks like him. He looks exactly like. Are him. Are we certain it's not the guy from Murphy Brown? I watched the whole video again, and I'm ninety percent sure it's not him. But what I did learn is that music video was directed by David Fincher, 
and I had every part of it wrong. Like he's not watching across. Like, basically, the premise was a the stupidest music video premise of all time. A girl knocks on this guy's apartment door and says, "Hey, uh, my mom lives down the hall, and her stereo's broken. Can I play this tape?" Like who? The, what? She must play. I that have tape. to hear this. Tape. Must hear that song. And so she puts the tape in and starts dancing around. The, he he gets all like sweaty and like oh, oh. like I'm attracted but I'm nervous, and uh, she. she she spills wine on her shirt. He tries to wash it off. She's dancing in her bra. Uh-huh. He's all upset. Um, he, or he's, he's, he's flustered and hot and bothered. And then, um, and that's kind of it. That's, there's really nothing. The, the video doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, it's a music video. Oh, but then there is a guitar solo breakdown where we get to see a couple of clips from the, the adventures of Ford Fairlane, because apparently that song was in that. Movie. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So other than, other than those clips, there's no indication. Like we were talking about how sometimes a music video is just it's just it's a, a, a trailer for a movie with the rock stars sprinkled in. This mm-hmm. is like the reverse. They barely put any Ford Fairlane in here. But um, but another fun fact about that video that I read up on uh, Billy Idol only only visible in like picture frames. Yes, because he had broken his leg in a motorcycle accident and could not Couldn't appear do the in video. Full. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know what? That aspect of the video makes it kind of cool. That was the cool part of that video. It kind of made it better. Yes. And I think that explains why the video is kind of, it's it's like a standalone thing with actors, like sort of, and I know a lot of videos did that at the time, but um, but it was kind of like, it felt more like a movie that just happened to have Billy Idol like, right. in a picture frame uh, than a lot of videos of the time. Uh, is it Grant Shobe? Is that his name? Grant? I Joshua remember. Townsend Zellner is the... Oh, all right. Now we have mild, con- wait the mild mannered businessman you're talking about right yes Joshua Townsend all right well that is not Grant Shobe no is that guy's name Grant Shobe <laughs> I don't know but there is a guy named Grant Show who was on Melrose Place it's not him uh, yeah what's the name of the guy in Murphy Brown he was the boss I think right he's like the EP Niles Miles 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 Grant Shod yeah you got you right Shod S H A U D Shod Shod Grant Shod 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 yeah that guy. He was he. I mean, that show was huge. He was really good on that he show. He was good, and then I feel like he might have been in a couple of movies around the time too. But no, and then, what, what is, what's he done? What, what did he do around that time, Garen? And, and what's become of him? He was in the reboot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, film, would, film, 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 film. Imagine he was one that was sitting at home just staring at his phone. <laughs> he was in the Distinguished Gentleman, oh. which was ninety two. Yep. Uh, Men Seeking Women, Ants. He was in The Crow Salvation. So movies, not so hmm. big. A lot of TV. Hmm. Like guest, Carey, guest starring stuff? Yeah, Drew Carey. He was in Murder, She Wrote in 1990. I think I remember that episode. Hmm. Lois and Clark. Uh, Godzilla, the series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's done a lot of voice work. Touched oh. by an Angel, okay. Pushing Daisies. All right, so he's doing voice work so we could uh, we could rest easy on you know, Grant's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's all right. Glad to all hear right. it. I'm still bummed that he didn't get to be the guy in that video, though. That should have uh, been his part. I, I Look, you could pull up a clip from uh, uh, 2008 where we had this conversation the last Probably, time. Probably, yeah. And uh, <laughs> where I will go, oh, I didn't know that wasn't the same guy. Yeah. And so, but I will quote a, one of the, uh, the, the terms, one of the phrases of uh, last year. Uh, I was today years old when I discovered <laughs> that's not the guy from Murphy Brown. He's, the guy in the video is a slightly handsomer version. You think he's more handsome? Of that guy, yeah. If you watch it, you'll see. I'm not going to watch it. Just watch it. It's a good video. No, you just shit all over it for <laughs> seven minutes. Did I? Uh, I mean, I said it's kind of pointless. The, the story doesn't go. Oh, th- there is a long version where at the end, uh, a, a big uh, scary guy knocks on the door and says, is blah, blah here? And he's like, yes. And then she 
walks out. Uh, so I guess her boyfriend came to pick her up at this rando's apartment. I, I, well, I, she went to the mother's. The mother said, my stereo's not working, so she went down the hall. So You know that go, story? Go that check, old tale? Go check down there. <laughs> that sounds like bullshit to me, says the big meathead. Yeah, Rightfully so. It sounds right. ridiculous and plausible. Uh, so then he goes uh, He goes down there. I just like seeing, I love seeing those music videos from people like David Fincher and people who ended up being like big time directors. Because mm-hmm. uh, they did have, he had a distinctive visual style. And uh, that's why I looked it up because I was watching. I was like, is this a Fincher? Because <laughs> it's got that. I don't know. He, I think he did like a, a Madonna video that had that same kind of look. He also did, I want to say, minimum one Wire Train video. Hmm. Because then Kevin Hunter, the lead singer of Wire Train, and Fincher became friends. Oh. And then Kevin Hunter is in Fincher did Seven. Yeah. I believe uh, he is in a, uh, he's in a uh, phone booth. I think that's the movie. Yeah. What was the movie before Seven that Fincher did? Or was that his first movie? I think that's his first feature. What's his next Wait, one? Wasn't Alien 3 Oh, first? did he do Alien 3 before that? All right. I, I do not believe Kevin Hunter's in Well, that. the one after was The Game. Alien 3, Seven, The Game, Fight Club, Panic Room, Zodiac, Benjamin Button, Social Network, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl, Mank, and The Killer is his new one. I'm going to say that I like 95% of David Fincher's movies. Yeah. He makes good movies. Based on that list. And even the ones that like, I would question, like, yeah, do I really like Benjamin Button? I liked it. Yeah. You know. Uh, he also directed a lot of um, House of Cards, which was, was really good, uh, at least initially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, casting aside, I think we now know we shouldn't support that guy. But uh, And then the other one uh, was the show with... Um, it was about the the serial like the the beginning of the like serial killer profiling department. Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Yeah, I liked really uh, the season one of Mindhunter. I liked. That's all I watched. I I know they were there was more, and I don't know why I didn't go back to because I thought it was good. Danielle did, and then I think she may have bailed on it too. But I bailed on it. Yeah, earlier. It, than it she. was one of those shows that was hard to get excited about diving into because it was yeah. very dark and and kind of upsetting. Murky. He directed. <laughs> she comes on for Wire Train. And uh, should she cry? It looks like. Oh, sorry. So two two wire trains, and also Freedom ninety. That's oh. another one that has that same look. Yeah, that is not wire train. Uh, no, wire train. That is that's George Michael. George Michael. George Michael. Uh, what is he? What's the word I'm looking for? Solo. When you expose yourself in public, what's the word? Exhibitionist. Yeah, that's wrong. Exhibition. That's right. All right. Couldn't think of the word. As if like that was his legacy. (laughs) Exhibitionist. Who did some music Uh, on the side. uh, I went to see Roger Waters the other night. Oh, boy. Um, Keith Olbermann is not happy with you. Yeah. Here's here's the deal. Here's why I decided to go. Yeah. Um, I bought the ticket three years ago Mm -hmm. to go to a concert two years ago. Mm Yeah. and you know his Roger Waters' politics were uh, were questionable then. Mm-hmm. You know his, you know he's got a lot, a lot of high in the uh, you know pie in the sky, libertarian, bull, you know stuff that are just yeah. dude, you're being you're, you're being you're being unreasonable. You know mm-hmm. one one of those arguments like it's like yeah but you're you're being, you know yeah, come back to earth <laughs> come back to, yeah but he also has some that he makes sense and but then he, he he's wrong on things in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, and he. Uh, so my logic in still going was a several things fell into place. First of all, my, my health permitting was my big thing. Mm -hmm. And I actually was having a a good day on Tuesday. So, uh, but I still tried to sell my ticket. Okay. And for whatever reason, 
AXS, Access, uh, who had the tickets, mm-hmm. would not allow me to sell it. Mm-hmm. Even though there was a button that said sell, when it said link a bank account to this, I was like, oh, more than happy to. Um, it would say information is incorrect. None of the information was incorrect, huh. and it was driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could not sell it. My goal was to sell it and then be done with it. My other logic was I gave this money three years ago. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, yes, my uh, I, I can make a stand and not show up, but yeah. wait, wait, good good for me. Yeah. So I went to uh, uh, several things. So I, I walked onto the train, and um, the um, uh, I get to the train. I'm waiting for the train to show up, and the train shows up. And I walk on and I see some people. I go, oh fuck, my mask! And I reach into my pocket for my mask, and somehow my mask is falling out of my pocket. And so I walk off the train, Ugh. and I'm like, shit, where's... And then I, I reach into my my jacket pocket, and there is a second mask. Mm-hmm. And then by that point, I go, oh, I can get doors closed. <laughs> so I have to... Um, so then I start looking around, where's my original mask? Mm-hmm. And it ends up uh, being about four feet from me, and it just landed on the ground for 10 seconds. <laughs> and so, but now I got to wait uh-huh. 22 minutes for another oh, train to come. Jesus. And uh, while I was waiting... There were five young men who were being, uh, before the first train came, that were being assholes. Mm -hmm. And they were swinging from the light things. And they were, one guy was sitting on the edge where you're, you know, clear, stay behind the yellow line. He's Mm -hmm. sitting on the yellow line with his legs dangling over. And his other buddy would come up and pretend to be pushing him. And it was like, what the fuck? Knock it off, man. Like, like these five guys were, they were stressing me out. Yep. And I would imagine others. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, they got on that train. So that was the only like, okay, oh, good. good. At least they're on that train. Yeah. So then I wait for my train. I get on. I got a nice seat. And then we stop at the next stop. And who gets on the train? Those guys. Those guys. And they're being assholes on the train. Sure. And they're they're kind of like using the poles to kind of make them go through. Uh-huh. And they're bumping into people. And nobody's saying anything because because right. they're scared because they're scared <laughs> yeah. myself included so the guy the kid keeps hitting my leg but I, what I, what am i I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me by five dudes right um you know so you just sit there and fucking take it it's humiliating mm-hmm. uh but we all do we all are like we're just all hum- taking it mm-hmm. and then luckily they got off at the next stop uh get to the thing uh my seat was i was in row uh, uh 12 seat 11 and it was on the aisle, but mm-hmm. it was on this weird aisle where the aisle ends at row 11. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, so you're just kind of sitting with nothing in front of you? I'm sitting. There's a seat in front of me. Okay. Uh, but you have to use other aisles to get to those seats. Yeah. My aisle ends at, basically at my seat. Yeah. Where there is a sign that says, this is not a crossway. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think that means? It means everybody uses it. It means everybody uses it. So I'm up and fucking down <laughs> every 12 seconds. My knee is smashing against the sign that says this is not a crossway. Uh-huh. Um, it's freaking annoying. And, every- and everybody's like, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. No, you could walk the six feet that way and not be doing this. Mm-hmm. But that's an inconvenience. Sounds like you, uh, it, it, where you're sitting, it sounds like you're just another brick in the wall. I'm another brick in the um, Show was uh, the, what I loved. I loved, mm-hmm. and what was boring was boring. Now is he doing the big uh, audio visual? The audio visual is second to none. Oh, okay. like every one of his shows has been amazing yeah. in that regard. To where, like I used to say this with Pat Francis, like Kiss claims to be the greatest visual band of all time. 
They don't compare to Roger Waters. Yeah. They, they don't. It, it, I, I wish that somebody from their camp would have gone to see Roger Waters when he did Dark Side of the Moon, when he did when he rebooted The Wall, mm-hmm. and when he just he did he did one where the last not last year but the, his last tour where the stage ended up looking like a factory, mm-hmm. and then this one the audio visuals are second only to when he did The Wall. Mm-hmm. Somebody from the Kiss camp should have been at any of these shows and go, oh, we should have done this for our final tour. This is way beyond what we're doing. Um, Do they care? I think they care because they claim they're the, yeah. you know, they, you're, you're not going to get a better show than Kiss. We're the most visually excited, but it's... They, they've been doing the same fucking fireballs for 30 years. It's the same. It really is. And they, they do have some newer things, but they don't, again, they don't compare to what Roger Waters is doing. Um, when the show starts, they, they give you a 15-minute countdown, and then Roger comes on. It's pre-recorded, but it sounds like he's just doing it. That's the prim- you know, he goes... You know, we're about to start, you know, for, for the sake of, I'm paraphrasing, for the sake of everybody around you, turn off your fucking cell phones, <laughs> which means what, Matt? Nobody. Everybody pulls out their cell phone to videotape him saying, turn off your cell phones. Right. So everybody's got their cell phone out. Again, they have to hold it above their head because. Uh, Gotta get that angle. That's a better view than what your eyes are seeing. Uh, well, because everyone else's cell phone is in the way. <laughs> so, so everybody's getting higher and higher. Yeah. And then the next one was literally an arms race. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't say that. Roger Waters get upset. Um, he then says, and for all of you Pink Floyd fan, for all of you people that are here that say you love Pink Floyd, but you don't rock, like Roger's political views. Now would be a good time to fuck off to the bar. Yeah. And uh, everybody cheers. And uh, a lot of testosterone in the room. Mm-hmm. A lot of testosterone. Uh, a lot of. Uh, I'm judging a book by its cover. A lot of Inland Empire folks, mm-hmm. uh, or as they would say on the East Coast, was a lot of uh, bridge and tunnel folk coming mm-hmm. in. Um, which, by I don't know what that means because I don't live there. Uh, it just means Manhattan is an island, and people from New Jersey and Long Island and uh, other parts of New York would come in via bridge and tunnel. And, and but the premise being that people that are in Manhattan are better than those people, right? Is yes, the, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying about because these. they ha- have enough money to live there. To live there. <laughs> Well, I'm saying that about the England Empire. We're better than them. Um, some stuff was boring and other stuff was great, but visual, visually it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, get, I did. Uh, and th- this will not surprise anybody. So one guy in my so in my row while I had this seat, uh, uh, which was a, an inconvenience for most of it. Yeah. Uh, initially, the guy sitting in front of me was Conan O'Brien's height. Oh, no. Luckily, he moved over and let his uh, equally not equally, but still tall girlfriend sit in front of me. Uh, but if I went, like if I just moved over to my right, I had a great view of the stage. Mm-hmm. Nobody sitting next to me for about seven seats, wow. and then four guys that were together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but which direction do you think they went to leave their aisle? <laughs> <laughs> right in front of you. Yeah. yeah, they would walk all the way down to inconvenience me, as opposed to inconveniencing one or two of their friends. I was hoping you were going to say it was the guys from the train. <laughs> uh, oh my god, <laughs> they're swinging around. That would have been amazing. Those guys, those guys come head. back in. So the, this guy keeps going, and so. The last time he did it, he, uh, and he did it a lot, this guy. Uh, again, he, he, he was the fourth of the four dudes. And so did not inconvenience his three friends. He would inconvenience me. Mm-hmm. And he went to the bathroom or went to get a snack a lot. Mm-hmm. And so the last time he did it, we had just came. We had just come back from there was an intermission and just come back. And, and so he literally were like one song into the, the second set. He gets up and he goes, I'm so sorry. I know. I know you just got up. And I go, dude, you're on the aisle. And he goes, I'm four away. Like, okay. So I sit back down. And then when he came back, he came back the other way. Mm-hmm. And he looked over and he, he gave a wave. <laughs> and I gave a wave. <laughs> uh, but then I went down. I, I actually went down to him and I said, I, 
I wasn't mad at him as much as I was mad at everybody yeah, else. Cumulative. And I was like, I, I go, I'm sorry, I snapped at you. I go, you were, you were the five, you were. And he goes, I he goes, I get it. And he, we both did that weird thing where we, we grabbed each other's forearms like at the same time to like just be we're okay with each other. And uh, that real Roman handshake. It was very strange. Like we're, we're good. And he's like, he goes, I get it. And he goes, I'm sorry. And he even said, he goes, I'm sorry, I kept going that way. Like he mm-hmm. he owned it. I apologize for snapping at him. When in reality, I wanted to snap it. It was this woman who kept going up this fake aisle to yeah, yeah. Uh, to squeeze past my knee in this fucking sign. Right. Um, and then so I got up to uh, go to the bathroom. When I came back, I noticed, uh, you know, those great seats where the, you know, the uh, handicap accessible seats are. Mm-hmm. Nobody was sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I went, you know what? I'll sit here till they tell me to move. And nobody ever told me to move. And I ended up having one of the greatest seats in the house. Nice. And uh, I got to enjoy the second half from there. Fantastic. And then I got back on the train and uh, had to deal with a bunch of drunk uh, 57-year-old white dudes. Uh, so they're they one year older than you? <laughs> I didn't go high enough, did I? <laughs> didn't go high enough. Hello, Eva Anderson's just uh, walked in. Why not? She's just uh, taken a test. I got to imagine that came back, I have to assume, negative. Or else she wouldn't walk in, right? Eva, Eva was it negative? Uh... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> And I'm saying, listen, there was controversy when I did Alice and Rosen's. I think I kept on saying Ava. It's Eva. Eva. All right. I want to make Eva. sure. I want to make sure I'm right. Eva. Eva. I practiced this for uh, three weeks. <laughs> and I still, it's one of those things where you say it enough where you go, I know it's Eva. And then you go, well, no, double clutch, Ava. And then, no, it's Eva. <laughs> Motherfuck, I was right. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, that's our guest whose name I had to practice. Yep. Uh, Eva's taken time away from her very busy life. She produces uh, many, works on many a, a television program mm-hmm. and uh, has a hobby that is fascinating that I, I can't wait for you to hear about this hobby. Okay. You guys are going to be fascinated by this hobby. <laughs> She's got a hobby. <laughs> You're going to be fascinated by it. She collects stamps. <laughs> what? Yeah. The uh, things you put on envelopes? On, yes. She keeps them. She, she, does doesn't, not, she doesn't put them on that. Or she will cut out the envelope like uh, she got the stamp out around the envelope, so the, uh-huh. the stamp's got a little bit of backing so she, for your rare stamps that she can't find clean. Okay, yeah, because that has a little, yeah, you don't want the ink on there, right? And you and you certainly, or do you want to? Do you want a postage mark on that stamp? Yeah, just to say this was used. This do you is the want date. that? This is when it was in action. What do you? Uh, you made a face like you know, or were you questioning? Were you also I, I, like? I, I, were you I, playing I, along with the bit? I'm I'm not going. Obviously, Eva is more of an expert than I could claim to be. <laughs> But um, but I do know that sometimes you want a you want the the cancellations so that you know the day the stamp was issued rather than just a bare stamp. Is that mm. correct? Yes. <laughs> I can't believe we've forced this poor person. You, Elliot, you know she doesn't collect stamps, right? <laughs> I don't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We don't know what her hobby is, and you don't know she maybe she has two hobbies. <laughs> you know what? I don't know that. You you know what? You could be right. She in in addition to the thing that I was. Yeah. Uh, getting at she may also collect stamps if only there was a way to find out Darren <laughs> get on the internet <laughs> look up if Eva Anderson collects stamps Be- before we find that out Jimmy I want to say in all honesty yes I 100% thought you were telling the truth yes and two stop saying you're a bad actor well that's improvisational acting <laughs> I, so what I can't do you give me a script and I, I fluck uh, I, 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 I flunder around that's not a word what you're really saying is he's a good liar I mean I'm not a bad liar people say that acting is the truth though Jimmy I've had that argument. I've got trouble reading and remembering. So I mean, that's, so acting is a problem. If you let yeah. uh, hey, Jimmy come in and do a scene with Paul Reiser, which, by the way, when you watch Reboot, I want to know how much Paul Reiser's improvising, because there are little throwaways where it's like, that's Reiser. There's, hmm. uh, if he's at the craft service table or somewhere. By the way, when I, when I say this, 
when it's not important to the story. Right. When he's yes, Garen. That I, I'm loving that episode, that show more and more every time I watch it. Yeah. The third episode is, I think, wall to wall laughs for me. The third episode. The writers. The, the yeah. Writers. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got some issues so with that. Good. I'll discuss off the air. <laughs> uh, but I do enjoy it. You've always got fucking issues. <laughs> Just let yourself enjoy something. You want to say that out loud? <laughs> Guy who overanalyzed the Blues Brothers yeah. wants to fucking say this to me? Not the movie, just whether or not that was uh, a sketch. Yeah, you, of all the people in this room, no. No. I'm trying, Jimmy, I'm trying. No. You have children now. Try harder. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. None of that, that, makes, of that makes sense. No. Um, all right, well, let's take a break. Eva Anderson is here. Mm-hmm. She's going to come over. She's going to talk. I'm, I'm not smart enough to remember, even though I, th- I believe it just came up on a old or a recent Jeopardy, what stamp collecting is called. There's a word for it. Oh, boy. A oh. flummoxation, a phlebotomist, a, what is it? A, Eva, you know. <laughs> Eva, or you just. What is it? I, I think it's something like that. Yeah. Say it again. Is it is it philatelology? Or yeah, something? I, like that's I, I said phlomoxity or something, but I, mm. I which I knew was wrong, but it's it it was close. <laughs> philatelist. Philatelist. I'm a philatelist. Yes, of course. We get Eva's here. She's a philatelist. <laughs> Sounds kind of dirty, honestly. You know, my grandfather collected stamps and coins. He did, and uh, handed down the collection. I believe it's worth. I could be wrong. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, maybe the coins are worth something. They got well. They got to be at least worth what they the metal what they are. That's not necessarily true. I yeah. think there's probably some coins that are worth less. You than think a fifty cent stuff. piece would not be worth a fifty cent piece? Well, if it's is it all American coins? Because that's different. Like I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could find coins from other countries where it's like, oh, this government was the. I forgot to tell you that uh, my grandfather was a bigot and he only collected American <laughs> coins. <laughs> but that they, yes, he did only collect American coins. Maybe it also uh, Japanese because my uncle was in the service and mm-hmm. was stationed over there for a little while. Um, but um, I'm just assuming that there are some coins out there that aren't even worth what it says on them because. Uh, but and, but again, know. but if it's American. Is that I, the case? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just because we're a rich country, I would assume anything that's not in circulation anymore that used to be probably has some value just because people like collecting stuff here. And I do know. have a box of coins. It's worth what we say it's worth, Jimmy, just like anything. You know, like a, well, I say a quarter is worth 25 cents. People care about Pokemon, then those cards are worth something. Right. If they stop caring about Pokemon, then they're beanie babies. You know, growing up, there were, there were stamp and coin stores. Yeah, like you grew up there, like that was a, that was the thing. You yeah. went there and you could bring your coins and get them, uh, you know, assessed. Right, that's there not the word I'm looking for. Right here at uh, Sepulveda in Burbank, there was a coin. Oh, is that shop. right? Yeah, I don't think it's there anymore. Not assessed. What's the word I'm looking for? Would you? Well, it's uh, not evaluated either. Um, God, get an, you're getting evaluation. You're getting it. What's the word though? Like uh, appraised. Appraised. Thank you. Yeah. I should have gone to. Yeah, Eva yeah. certainly would have known yes, as yeah. a phlebotomist. Um, <laughs> she uh, she'll also draw your blood. She's a vampire. Oh. She's a vampire stamp collector. Is that the other hobby? <laughs> That's the other hobby. Yes, she, blood. she sucks blood. Yeah. Um, all right, listen. Let's take a break. When we come back, don't forget the letter episode is F. Uh, but don't forget, we are in the beginning stages of uh, Subtoberfest. Yeah, and I believe it's up on the website at this point. Should be. Yep. This is. Is it up there as we speak? Yeah. Uh, well, there's something up there as we speak. What if actual... I went there this morning and didn't see that? <laughs> uh, well, it's not October 1st yet. It's, it, the page is live. but there, uh, there is a page live that talks about it. It is not the page. At this very moment? Uh-huh. And there's a link on the front page for it? Should be. No, I'm, that's that's the thing that we didn't talk about. The link is not on the front page yet. 
but I didn't know if we needed it to be until October 1st. Well, I didn't put the... We don't have to talk about this. Nope, no. seems like an off-air <laughs> conversation. I guess I'm, I'm confused because I went there today to, to see it, yeah. and I didn't see it. So, Ditto. Uh, you did not see it either? No, but it's, it should have still appeared as one of the top three things. No, it does not. No, oh. it's uh, right now, and it's... Um, Oh, all right. Well, that's, Bingo that's a missing tag. And and uh, Jimmy shirts. All right. There's a missing there's a missing tag that need to go. Yeah, there that would make that happen. Tag. OK. Yeah. All right. Well, by the time this airs, it'll all be. Yeah. And this is the here. last episode where we'll be talking. We'll be reminding you of it without us knowing because the next time we record, it will have it will be live. It'll and be we a, we'll know. We will at least see the beginnings of the pumpkin filling. Mm-hmm. Up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That pumpkin. This is Subtoberfest. So uh, get over there. If you uh, if you gift a subscription, you get a. Uh, an exclusive Halloween themed pen, a pin, or if you are a free listener and you, and you go, you know what? Now is that now is the time to jump in at any level five, ten, twenty bucks. If you're a free listener and you're hearing this episode, stop stealing from us and become, <laughs> become a paid subscriber. That's a good point. This is the uh, this is the one where this it's all about gift platinum. Yeah. But it is possible that somebody could could have just done the subtober thing, and this would be the first. This is their first. Up, yeah, welcome to up. the club. We yeah. welcome you. Exactly. That's a good point. We We're, welcome you in. We'll give you another forty five minutes on the Blues Brothers next week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> but, you, you, listen, we can't we can't do Blues Brothers on the free feed. We can't do it. We're just hamstrung. Uh, all right. Let's go. And then we had the letter F, as I discussed. Yeah. And uh, Eva Anderson will come over to the table in a second and uh, we'll talk to her. She's patiently waiting uh, for me to stop talking. Let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hey, gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Eva Anderson is on Twitter and Instagram at Eva Fay, F-A-Y. So check her out there. She's delightful. You'll enjoy it. And uh, she was also on, as, as Jimmy, I think, already mentioned, or maybe he's about to mention, uh, she's been on Allison Rosen Needs a New Best Friend. <laughs> Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Uh, don't get it confused with Conan's show. But uh, check her out there. Check her out wherever you can find her. She's delightful. Uh, Jimmy Pardo is delightful. He's going to be doing stand-up comedy in Cincinnati on October 14th and 15th at Go Bananas. And then uh, in November, he'll be in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That's the Olympic Theater on November 5th. And then leading up to that big date, he is going to be in Davenport, Iowa on the 3rd and Dubuque on the 4th. Check him out at jimmypardo.com. You'll find the tour links to tickets and stuff like that at jimmyharder.com uh, click the tour link and uh, finally I was just a guest on a really fun podcast called Extra Hot Great uh, it's a TV podcast we talk about uh, the new show Andor which I'm enjoying a lot spoiler alert but uh, if you want to hear that and there's a fun trivia game at the end and all sorts of other great stuff so check out Extra Hot Great wherever you get podcasts and enjoy Hey everybody welcome back to the program episode 31F the award winning podcast oh, that didn't, that didn't. <laughs> oh, did no. you see that I sure did. Uh, but guess what? What? It goes up here, too. So just adjust that part. Uh, higher. There we go. All right. Uh, all right. Listen, well, welcome to the program. That was a visual thing. Maybe we got some new people that are uh, uh, new because of Subtoberfest. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of magic you get. <laughs> Me fiddling with my mic arm. You get to see that now. You don't get just to hear about it. Yeah. Uh, things are different on this side. of the, Things are different on this side of the wall. So if you're new True. to the Platinum, we welcome you in. Things are better over here. And speaking of better, the room got better when this young lady walked into it. Eva Anderson is here. Eva and I had the pleasure of being on Allison Rosen's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the one where she has like friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you just kind of talk about things and then you try popcorn for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was under the impression. Here's what happened. I showed up there mm-hmm. and uh, Eva was already there. Uh, Tony Thaxton was already there. Drumming whatever shit he was doing. <laughs> and uh, Allison and her husband, of course, and uh, the children who, uh, as I mentioned, gave us magic tricks. 
right? Mm-hmm. They showed, oh, yeah. Um, Fun. To which Eva was like, Jesus Christ, this is my childhood all over again. <laughs> um, but uh, the way that Allison and Eva were getting on, to use a phrase that they say in England, yep. I thought they'd been friends forever. And yeah. it turns out you had just met her that day as well. Yes. Hmm. I did not know her. Fascinating. Yes. I feel like I know you yes. better than I knew Allison at the time. Really? Yes. Just, just. But had we met and I forgot? No. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. Just like because I met your wife mm-hmm. and uh, just by reputation, I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Jimmy Parker. The great Jimmy Parker. The great Jimmy Parker. <laughs> Thank you for saying so. Thank you for saying that. Your words, not mine. Um, <laughs> you literally said it first. No, no. They're her, they're her words. I'm, I'm quoting a, uh, she put out a billboard on Sunset. Oh, okay. uh, and, and you, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this just for 10 seconds and we'll get past it. Of course. You and my wife have something in common and that you are children of uh, Hollywood royalty in a way. Yes. Right. Your father. Uh, my father was Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson from Night Court okay. and Cheers and other, uh, other, other things like that. And but he he loved magic. He yes, I mean he he was a magician, a practicing magician first and foremost. Oh, um, yeah, uh, that's how his career started. It was a street magician. Did he live? This is a hundred percent. And then again, we're going to move past this because this is not about your father. Yeah, I don't give it. If I wanted your father here, I would have gone back ten years and done this show. Then <laughs> um, he did. He he lived in, in uh, New Orleans for a little while. Yes, he did. Like on a corner. Did he live on a corner? Yeah, he had a big uh, corner building at one point. Yeah, um, in the French Quarter where he was. He had a nightclub. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. but he also had like a magic shop there. Um, at one point, and yeah, various like weirdo businesses in the in the quarter. All right, so I'm not nuts. I because no. I I worked there. Uh, it was right after Katrina, and I worked there. And uh, somebody somebody said that's Harry Anderson's place. Yeah, and so it's one of those things where like there was no confirmation of that. No, and, but I just would then go around and go, oh yeah, then Harry Anderson's place. I went <laughs> I went into there. That was kind of cool. And but I don't know if it's accurate. But now we got confirmation. You were there at the same time. He moved to Asheville, North Carolina, soon after. Ah, well, but but he was there for like a year or two after Katrina. He was. Yeah. Yeah. So I could have seen him and mm-hmm. wrestle him. There was a, there was talk of us wrestling. Oh. oh, really? Yeah. I don't like your chances in that, Jimmy. You think you think Harry Anderson could beat me in a wrestling match? Yeah. Yeah. He's how fucking dare all of you? He was very tall. Yeah. He was. Just, yeah, but I'm a, I'm a short guys are right. You go to the wrestling team that's all short dudes. That's true. That's you could true. get his legs. Out oh, I juke. I go low and yeah. I take him out of his top hat. And then he puts you he puts you behind your ear and you disappear. It's a fedora, Jimmy. It's not a top hat. I know what he wore, but I wanted to say top hat because he's a magician. But I know he wore famously wore a fedora, and his character enjoyed uh, Mel Torme. Yes. Stupidest thing uh, you've ever said. <laughs> Elliot's thing about putting me behind his ear and I disappear. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, fair. I, I, I chose to ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> It made me laugh. You know what? Whatever, whatever floats your boat over there. He's, he's a uh, award-winning uh, author, and uh, he's got a master's in uh, screenwriting. That's why he's an intern on a podcast. <laughs> he's, been, he's been our intern for ten years. Uh, Eva, you live out uh, near the ocean. I do. And you live there with who? With my husband mm-hmm. John, um, and my John or Sean. John with a J. John and my stepdaughter, um, who's a teen. Mm-hmm. How is that? Because Matt's got a teenage daughter as well. How old is your teen? Fifteen. <gasps> That's how old is your? Mine's your, fourteen. She's a she's a newer teen. Is she a uh, freshman? Yeah, she just started high school. Oh, that's exciting. I love I love having a teen stepdaughter. You do? Why? It's rad. I don't know. You just it's get to, rad. It's awesome. Well, yeah, you don't because because you didn't have to like you used to jump in and be cool stepmom. Yeah, that's kind of nice. I mean, I jumped in eight years ago, oh, so okay. I've had like a lot of years. <laughs> All right, but it's just cool to be around the teens. 
What are you saying out loud? <laughs> I just you, like them. What are you talking they're about? They're like groovy. They have fun slang. They're I get to hear them say things are uh, fire. Yeah. <laughs> and you I was like, driving them around and they were talking about the movie Don't Look Up. And one of them was like, don't look up. That movie's fire. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then what? You bring that to your knitting club and share it with them? <laughs> Um, no, I just like absorb it. I'm like, I'm cool just by being around some young people right yeah, now. But you know you're not. <laughs> right? I mean, that doesn't, you're not cool by proxy. It doesn't I, hurt me. Yeah, I that's do, true. <laughs> I do like knowing, like, because when I was that age, I was very obsessed with like what was popular, like what was hip or cool. And so, and then I lost touch with it completely because I became an adult. Yeah. It's nice to get dropped back into a totally new time period where it's like, so this is what's cool, at least for this group of teenagers. It's not true around the world, obviously, but I like I like knowing the slang and knowing like what's popular and uh, what fashions are in and things like that. See, I don't know, but Oliver Oliver's he's not interested in that stuff. So I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah. Like he, you know, he he uses you know words from 1974. So <laughs> I, I don't learn anything from this yeah. kid's not teaching me anything. Yeah, he could he should do some detective work, even if he's not going to use them himself. He could bring them back to you and say like. Well, Dad, today I heard a. He did use one the other day. Not he did not use it, but he was sharing with me one, and I will never was, remember what it was. I don't. You don't remember? remember? No. I'm sure you, you have do. to write it down. Did yeah. Did he say that the one that that I can't wrap my head around is when kids love to say that things are mid. Oh, I don't know that one. I can guess what it means. I can't. You go ahead. It's just sort of like meh. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just like that's not cool. That's just that's very, just mid. It's, 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 it's a synonym for basic. It's, it's like it's not even it's not even like you can't get angry because it's bad. Right. It's just, like. it's just mid. It's mid. Like the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> mid. Yeah. Mid. Like like Ed Sheeran is mid. I approve. I approve. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize, Karen. That guy. Oh, shut up! <laughs> you like Ed Sheeran, Eva? He won't shut up about. He's him. got red hair, just like you. Uh, oh yeah, aren't you guys in some club? So I have to like him. <laughs> Nobody's forcing you to. Those are his words, not mine. Um, no, yeah, no, right? not for me. Yeah. Wasn't he on a Game of Thrones like late yes. in the game? They yeah. made him sing really? a little song around a fire. So <laughs> Who wanted that? Nobody wanted that. I, I, oh, he I'm did. a did fan you? of that, Sharon, and I did not want. Is you that didn't. True? I feel like even fans it's would be too like, no, stunty. Yeah, why, it's gross. Do, why are you doing? That? I don't like it when they cast somebody that. You're like, oh, that's it. Like it, it just right, takes right. right out of the story. If you're yeah. gonna, if he, if you insist on having him cameo, just have have him get his head chopped off in a scene, and like he's just a guy in the background mm. getting slaughtered. That's fun. Like that, then everyone can enjoy it because fans will be like, hey, Ed Sheeran, and people who hate him will be like, hey, Ed Sheeran just got murdered. <laughs> yeah, like, that's awesome. It's like Bob Odenkirk and Little Women. Very very distracting. <laughs> takes, takes you out of it. The titular yeah. line. Um, yeah. Did you? Did anybody see Jeopardy last night? I know now. This will be several days on. Um, the, the the category was one uh one name rock stars okay and yeah. the the champion who's great by the way he's going to end up being one of these guys that goes to the tournament of champions mm-hmm. he's really really good he's a preacher mm-hmm. uh but uh it was one named uh things and then the the first one was He's the top hat wearing rock and roll, blah, blah, blah. And he buzzed in Axl Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What? And uh, again, so close. It's like, How's no, this guy a champion? Again, it's one, one, one word. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then the next one was they showed a picture of Beck. And he buzzed in and, and uh, you know, whatever, David, David Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and, and, and Ken's like, remember your category. How is this guy doing well? I don't, he can't grasp he, the category. I, it was. And then so 
Oliver just kept going, David Lee Roth? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find more and more, you know, yeah. uh, like... Adam Clayton. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but Oliver kept trying to find three three name ones. So uh, yeah. it was like, he just kept getting longer and longer. Just, no, no. Again, almost like Will Ferrell. Know your category. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The it, artist formerly known as... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, it was hysterical. And it was funny. Like, and it didn't... You didn't... You know how sometimes when somebody will go Axl Rose and then it'll click why that's wrong? Yeah. It didn't. You <laughs> Clearly, because then he said Ed Sheeran for right. Beck, right. and I don't, and I think then he laid out the rest of the uh, rest yeah. of the. Did he still you know? win? Uh, I don't. N- no spoilers. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yes, he did. He did win. Okay. Uh, yes. I mean, you said he's going to go into the tournament. I think he will. I think he's. I believe it, 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 as we speak. I believe he's only three wins in. Okay. Uh, you, that we've seen. Does everybody who wins five go to the tournament? I forget how. It works. Is it five or is it X amount of money? Oh, is it a hundred thousand dollars? That was five minimum, or something like that. But this is something we're talking. It, maybe about. it is. It would make more sense to be based on money because what if ten people got five and you yeah, have to? But I don't think they do. Oh, I don't know if okay. I don't know if ten can get there. How many people go to the tournament? I don't know. I've never I've never been into Jeopardy until you know the pandemic, and then yeah. we got into it. I never because of a fight that we had once at a audition for the new high rollers i've never gotten along with alex trebek <laughs> so i never watched with him as the host because fair enough i want to take a swing at that guy did you know alex trebek being from uh, uh showbiz royalty my dad did um did celebrity jeopardy once but i never met him how did he do he won and then he lost uh he lost uh, final jeopardy ah yeah but then so- he didn't win so, I mean, he was doing really well. He was way ahead. And then he bet everything and lost Final Jeopardy. That's oh. what I'm saying. So he tanked on yeah, the last he, question. He, he tanked it. And, it's, and it's, it's brought shame on the family, has it brought not? shame on the family. Mm-hmm. No, I have a funny story. Um, one of my uh, friends and coworkers, when he moved to L.A., uh, like the first week he was there, somebody pointed at the uh, Griffith Observatory and said, that's Alex Trebek's house. <laughs> <laughs> and he believed it no. and told people that for 10 years. Oh, no. Until he was corrected. Also, that's like this guy never went to the observatory. Ten years, <laughs> right? In ten years, he missed out. He's like, "Oh, you can't go up there. That's a private residence." <laughs> that's hysterical. Silently, just like nodded when he said that. So he would say that that's Alex Direct's house, and nobody corrected him for ten years. No. And you worked with him to this date. I, I did on and a show. We worked for, for several years, but yeah, that I was see. an embarrassing uh, thing he would bring up. Love it. I uh, think it's. And great. you didn't correct him either. <laughs> we were like, "Yeah, that's too. It's too fun." He lives to, in the observatory. <laughs> that uh, it reminds me. Uh, Rob Reiner was here once. Uh, and Rob Reiner told us a story that for whatever reason, when Happy Days went off the air, he and his other friends decided to spread the word that uh, Potsy, Ansel Williams, had passed away. <laughs> and that was their prank. And <laughs> I just think it's great that here's these famous celebrities that that's their prank. <laughs> and I put this, uh, put Alex Trebek House up there with that. What, oh, a, yeah. what a ridiculous prank that yeah. can be disproven. Disproven? Yeah. yeah. Uh, easily. Easily. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know. If it was a prank, like where it originated, maybe that guy believed it. Maybe you it, think that, it goes back multiple pranks. Oh, you think guy sharing with friend might might believe it? Yeah, because the friends are like a little bit of a bro. So, it, and he was told by a bro. Hmm. So it's possible that guy also thought it was that. Yeah, because bros are dumb. They're yeah. dumb. No, it just like it wasn't like a mustache twirling like gentleman who was like, ha ha. <laughs> it was just like you know some dude from like Syracuse who was like, hey, you know what that is? Right. It's Alex Beck's house. <laughs> I love it. It reminds me of a, a friend of mine tried to start a thing like that. But, you know, um, across the freeway from the Hollywood Bowl, there's a huge cross yes. like, on top of the hill. Yes. 
that uh, lights up sometimes. Yeah, my my friend was like, uh, "That's where they're going to bury Jack Nicholson when he dies." <laughs> <laughs> like that's what that's there for. Oh man! And uh, I don't think anyone ever bought it though. I, I think he was like trying to do what trying your to get, friend yeah. did, or, or maybe maybe they didn't try to do. It. Maybe they accidentally spread false information. But yeah, that one just doesn't really ring true because like that does, that's not how gravestones work. You don't just put it up ten years or. But, sure, but, sure but, you could. But, you could. Nicholas oh. Cage pyramid. Doesn't he have a pyramid in New Orleans? Oh, he preemptively has a pyramid. He's oh, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do do. If I can go out or guess up, 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 up. (laughs) Yep. I believe there's a Nicolas Cage pyramid. Can I have a fact check on that? We can't trust you. You, You're spreading Alex Trebek (laughs) falsehoods. (laughs) The empty grave is a stark nine foot tall stone pyramid that stands in obvious contrast to the blackier above ground burial sites that have been crumbling. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, it's in the it's in that. That you may not, you did the cemetery tour when you were in New Orleans. Oh, I could tell you I didn't. You did it? <laughs> no. Oh man, it's like the famous one. I forgot. What oh, it's called. But I it, wish I would have known that. It's very creepy, and there's a lot of kind of semi graves kind of hanging open and stuff. Well, again, I was there right. I mean, literally, I was the first week back at the club after Katrina. Oh yeah, things had just reopened. Got it. And so the the city was all. I, I don't know if the cemetery tours were. They were totally thing. back. Yes. Yeah, they weren't mm. as fun. Maybe. Yeah. Um, or or really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, Extra. The, um, uh, I once looked at a condo. A, a, a fellow comedian was selling his condo. Mm-hmm. And his condo was up literally blocks away from that cross. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, you should come and take a look. I'm selling my condo. And I couldn't afford it. And you know how much the condo was going for back in the... Uh, I'm going to say 1300 Oh, it was for sale. It was for sale. The condo was for sale. And you couldn't afford it. I could not afford it. This 370000 uh, no, uh, no, this was... Um, um, when when uh, it's got to be minimum fifteen years ago. Okay, minimum fifteen years ago. How how big was the condo? Like was it one bedroom? One bedroom. One bedroom. One bedroom. I got no more so information. Two thousand seven or eight. So I'm going to. It was before the podcast, actually. Okay, so it was like twenty years ago. Yeah, about twenty years I, ago. Oh, okay. I think Matt's gets guess is pretty good, like three seventy five thousand. Okay. I likes to cut my legs off. 250. Okay. 425. Okay. And uh, it was $72,000. What? What? <laughs> and I could not, I could That's not. That's crazy. Couldn't oh, afford man. it. Because my, my, the condo that I had in 2001 was like 200 and something thousand in Santa Monica. Was, you know you uh, don't have to pay cash, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I even had the, you know, I probably did not have the credit. Right. right. Yeah, wow. Oh, that's to, true. To, oh, I, you know what? There we go. Because yeah, right. you had declared bankruptcy. Because I declared bankruptcy, yeah. and that was right in the, yeah, probably was still within those 10, 8 to 10 years, and mm-hmm. I probably would have, like, my uh, interest rate would have been, but because you don't know yeah. that that's a, you know, like, well, even if it's a high interest rate, buy it at that price, you mm. dummy, but yeah. I, I'm not, I was, at the at the time, not smart enough. Mm. I'll buy it today. I'll buy it today. Fucking cash. I'll walk in with cash. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> I, can, I cannot walk in with cash. <laughs> You also can't find a condo for seventy two thousand. You don't know that. You don't know where I'm looking. <laughs> okay, that's true. Uh, the guy yeah. selling it was a uh, was a comic. Like as I mentioned, he was a comic. Hmm. I will not blow up his spot. Okay, but, uh, he was a comic doing very well. Was it Richard Pryor? It was Richard. Pryor. <laughs> I believe he and his wife were uh, splitting, and I believe uh, oh. they uh, both wanted out of there. Yeah. So maybe it should have been going for more. Oh, maybe yeah. this was the uh, I'm going to sell it to a friend f- price. But who does that? That's a crazy thing to do. Nobody does that. It's imaginary. Yeah, that's right. That's imaginary. Hmm. Right? Panic sell, though, is real. We talked about that. 
Where? Who did? You and me. Like I th- we talked about panic sale. Yes, we did talk about panic sale. Yeah, that like that's you. You if you find somebody who's like, I have to get out of here, then yes. that's how you can buy. Which is how we got our house. The woman, the woman wanted out. That was a divorce situation. She wanted to move to Texas and start anew. Mm. And uh, we were the benefactors of that. Similarly, the place I live was one of those as well. Now, before we completely off topic, Eva, yeah. before we started, Matt Belknap was commenting that it seems a little muggy in here, a little hot, a little warm. But you're wearing an overcoat as if you're <laughs> uh, solving a crime in Scotland Yard. It's it's actually like a light cotton. Okay. Yeah. I'm it, very comfortable. All right. I want you to be comfortable. That's my yeah, concern. Thank you. You're welcome. It's not it's not like lined with wool or anything. <laughs> but it, like, you know what? Once you uh, played games with it, I saw how uh, loose it was. It looked it yeah. looks yeah. thicker than it is. At a it's, glance, it looks yeah. like it's waterproof. and fair. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just a little blazer thing. It looks like it's uh, like it's a London fog uh, <laughs> uh, uh, overcoat. Yeah. No. No. Just all right. A little uh, piece of shit. <laughs> wow, geez, why we met at it all of a sudden? That took, that took a turn. Sorry. Jesus. Why we met? Uh, all right. Uh, even I'll just throw in the trash guy. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you guys are right. Fuck this noise. Oh, God. Uh, I don't think, you, I, I think the air is kicked on, by the way. It does not feel as muggy now. Yeah, as yeah. It, I did it, feel it, a little bit of flow. a Getting some flow. Eva's getting some flow. Yeah. And uh, Which uh, I hope is, you saw by the air conditioner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's my favorite Pearl Jam song, Eva Flow. Eva Flow. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about how Steve Hyatt would uh, dare me to just go through drive-throughs and sing that into the no. into the window, right? No. Why? Well, I, Why that? Because we were drunk and stupid, <laughs> and he thought it was funny for me to. Although I, I guess, yeah, I was still drinking, right? Ninety-two, ninety-three. Oh, uh, sure. And uh, you were, it sounds like you were drinking and driving. Uh, we were probably at the club, mm-hmm. and then we'd go through, get the order the stuff, and then we'd get there, and he would dare me to sing when the when the little window would open to mm-hmm. just start singing. Uh, even flow and then drive off. Why that song? But you don't get your food. I don't think we got the food <laughs> <laughs> because it was just I would just go even flow and then drive off. Did you pay for the food? No, we would just drive <laughs> off. But you ordered the food. We ordered the food <laughs> and, then, and then I would sing and then drive off and then probably go somewhere else and get the food. The funny thing is to pay for it and then at the next window <laughs> right. sing and drive away. Yeah. We got him. We Wait. got him. Wait a minute. <laughs> I love the idea of you stopping, backing up to the window. Like, can I get my food? You know, you know, <laughs> going, sorry about and that. And then do it again. Even then take it off. <laughs> Eva flow a second time. Uh, I don't know why we thought that was funny, but we did. Oh, it amused us for a minute here. You know what? Well, we have a good time on this program, mm-hmm. as and as I had a good time with Steve Ide, who I've not seen in ages because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and I have no plans to go into Michigan anytime soon. So that's going to be a uh, wild. Now, you grew up out here because uh, you're... Oh, oh, no. Okay. Sort of. All right. I grew up here until I was eight. Yes. Then I moved to a small town outside of Seattle, Washington. What small town? Fall City, Washington. Yeah. It's where they filmed the show Twin Peaks. I've oh. seen Twin Peaks. I grew up in Twin Peaks. Uh, location. And then we, I moved back here for college, and I've been here ever since. So I was there for 10 years. I see. Yeah. I will tell you when you just said Twin Peaks, my brain heard Northern Exposure. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my brain that's heard. That's Roslyn. This is the Snoqualmie Valley. Oh, I see. That's Roslyn. Have you never, so have you ever never been, because they have a, they have a rather large casino in and, and Snoqualmie now that has lots of comics perform. Mm. It's become a destination spot no uh seattle we worked uh, where we go laughs we were in um i think kirkland maybe kirkland, oh, yeah, we were in kirkland. yeah i went to high school near there oh okay. kirkland signature is from there is that the the, 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 oh, costco, brand? Brand. the costco brand yeah. oh they are from there that's yeah. why it's called i didn't know yeah okay i, I believe so 
I did not know that. I'm saying it like I'm completely certain, and I, I just <laughs> oh, realized geez, I'm not. This is Alistair Beck House all over again. <laughs> it makes sense, though. Let's yeah. just believe it. I think Costco started there, I think. Uh, we just watched, by the way, uh, Shang Wang's special. Uh, Josh good? Gondelman recommended it on the, uh, and then uh, somebody else, uh, a listener of ours, Julie, recommended it to, she CC'd me and said, mm-hmm. I believe Jimmy Pardo and Oliver would enjoy it. And uh, did you watch it, Elliot? Yes, I did. Yeah, it was very good. It was very good. I, I especially cool. enjoyed like the first 30 minutes were hysterical. Um, 100% agree with you. And that, But he does a whole thing about, you know, you've given up when you bought pants at Costco. Yeah. If you're a Kirkland pant wearer, <laughs> and I'm, I'm really paraphrasing it, yeah, but yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, that's a good bit. But uh, I, I, I was not aware of this gentleman. Uh, very funny. Yeah. I think I saw him on Letterman. He was like near the end of Letterman. Oh, was he really? I feel like he was on once. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, he, uh, it's kind of like a slightly more verbose Stephen Wright, maybe. Uh, and, and a little Mitch Hedbergy. Yeah. A little mm. Mitch Hedbergy. Mm. Uh, Shang Wang. Anyway, it's a great special. Mm. Really funny. Really funny stuff. But I bring it up because of the Kirkland situation. Yeah. Jeremy, we got confirmation. Kirkland from there? Confirmed. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> this is great. There you go. <laughs> this is great. Isn't it nice to just have someone fact-checking you? All yeah. Time? Google, I'm very serious. Alex Trebekhouse. <laughs> I did. What, what if the picture comes up <laughs> of the observatory? That'd be amazing. Where does Alex Trebek live? Well, I did look that up, and it was not. <laughs> you that, was, that was a one-and-done joke. Oh, okay. I thought maybe that was like an urban legend that people were spreading around. I see. No, this no, was this was uh, Insular. Insular? Yeah, no, Where did he sure. live? I'm curious. I went... Oh. Studio City, he had a house. He had a house in Studio City? I wouldn't have bet Studio City for a million dollars. I would have I, I thought Bel Air. I would have thought Beverly Hills in that old area like where all the celebrities lived for a while, but they all bought their houses for $22,000. <laughs> yeah. Bel Air? Uh, no, Beverly Hills. Oh, Beverly like Hills. that area. I went to um, when Jaja Gabor's estate was auctioned off. Yes. Oh, they had boy. the auction at her house. And you went. Wow. I did go. And? Oh, it was so cool. And <laughs> yes. it was like one in that weird part of Bel Air that was like way up. Um, but it was like you had to go through multiple steps, even though it was free, to go to the auction, which was really like it was all of her stuff in her house. So, But you had to like register on this website and then you had to go to the the auction house and get the address. And so anyway, I showed up there with my friend and we were the only people there. Wait, what? Except for her husband. Whoa. The Wait, prince, what? Who was Prince <laughs> Frederick von Onhal is this name? I believe. And he was looking around like with a, a Dutch camera crew and and like speaking uh, in his native tongue <laughs> <laughs> and in like a very a fancy suit. And then we were just like looking at Jaja's jewelry and stuff. Why were why was nobody else there? Well, it was the so it wasn't the actual auction. That was the next day at the auction. This house. was the view. This is the exhibition. Right. It's just nobody did the five steps. <laughs> okay. But, did, did you go back the next day and bid on things? I bought. What'd you buy? Um, I bought a, a cigarette case that was owned by her father and has like inlaid photos of the three baby daughters, oh, Jaja, wow. Eva, Whoa. and Magda th- on it. Why are you obsessed with the Gabors? I'm not. It sounds like you are. You, no, you, you, know, the, you know the third Gabor name. <laughs> well, we all okay. know Zsa Zsa a of her. Well, I spent a lot of time in this house. One of the things that's interesting about the Gabor sisters, yes, is they. I, I I might have my numbers wrong on this, but I think they were they had like nine divorces between them. Okay, but eight husbands. Because George Saunders from All About Eve married two of them yeah. at, at different points. She was married to He that. was married to Jaja and Magda. Magda got in with Sanders. Yeah. Saunders. Sa- Saunders. Um, it was really interesting. They had she had so much jewelry made about her getting pulled over and her trial. Yes. 
the, like you like, mean themed jewelry? Oh yeah, like <laughs> like uh, rhinestones in the like how fast she was going when she got pulled over. It was great. <laughs> what the? Hell? All right, so you, so you, did you buy more than the cigarette case? Um, no, that was the only thing I got at that. But I go to now. I go to all of those things. You go to every celebrity auction house if it's interesting. Yes, because. Um, often it's like at their house, so you get to see like a cool property. Yes. Or if not, it's just like it. I got really into it during pandemic because it was the only museum that was open, which <laughs> <laughs> was like whatever auction there was. Yes. Mm. So there was the Robert Evans auction during pandemic. Right. Mm. Super cool. No, if I can interrupt, how do you hear about these? You get on the Julian's auction house, uh, like um, mailing list, and they all you know, every mm. famous person uses this company. It's Julian's, or it's uh, there's another one. Uh, Actually, um, Heritage was Jaja. Okay. Yeah, so it's one of those two. You get on their mailing list. They let you know. Something's coming up. Yeah. Um, I bought, from the Robert Evans one, yes. I bought a framed photo that he had in his house of himself with Francis Ford Coppola and P. Diddy. <laughs> wow and then are you comfortable no, I, don't, I don't know are you comfortable I don't want to put you on the spot what, what does something like that go for it's less than you think okay yeah I, want, I was going to ask that about the <laughs> but, cigarette but it's more case. Than the cigarette case was the was the nicest thing I've gotten mm. but by the was, way this was not the hobby I was referring to <laughs> I know yeah, so it turns out she does have some weirdo uh, some Here's weirdo hobby the best thing I have yes Five frame photographs of Elizabeth Taylor's dog, Sugar. And each one is in a crazy frame. And the dog looks really sad to be alive. Aww. But it's, no, it's sweet. It's like just this weird little white dog. But but they're each, there's a jewel. There's one frame that's covered in like porcelain roses. There's one that's like beaded. And she just had a bunch of like sugar. And I also have, I have other sugar stuff. I have like a... um a uh, ornament, a tree ornament of sugar. I've, I've more, I've found more sugar things, and my mom found the sugar, uh, found the sugar ornament. Why are we obsessed with uh, Elizabeth Taylor's dog? How did that come to be? It's just the weirdest thing that was at the. It's always just the, what's the weirdest. Gotcha. Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was Elizabeth Taylor's house. That was not at her house. That was actually they do these weird auctions of just all the runoff from other auctions. <laughs> so that one is like that was up with like there was the Elizabeth Taylor dogs. There was like Truman Capote's bottle of Valium yes. in that auction. Whoa. There was the um, like the the Batman that had Mister Freeze in it. Uh, at one point, he opened up his freezer, and there were like TV dinners or like Gotham TV dinners, and uh, they had those for the, like at the from auction. The, Sh- the Schwarzenegger, from Mr. the Schwarzenegger, Mister Freeze. Yeah. So, so the prop TV dinners were. Yeah. So like this is like a once a year or twice a year they do like just like the worst auction, and that's really fun because also then. <laughs> If you've been on several things like I have, you get invited to the like the the, the, the the like the viewing for like the people that are friends of Julian's auction house, and then that is like the people watching night of your life because yes. it's just mm-hmm. Beverly Hills. It's right in the middle of Beverly Hills. Everyone comes in their finery, mm-hmm. and they just—it's just weirdos. Um, and they—it's that's also a free event. There's all free events you can go to and just get very deep into like a very weird subculture. Love it. Awesome. Yeah, they also had a KGB auction during pandemic, oh. which Wait, was what? like like literally like an umbrella that's like got a needle in it that they used to like kill somebody, oh, and it was like for like for sale. Really? Yeah. And it still works. I didn't. I didn't. But uh, that was like too cursed. Like, everything like, in that auction yeah. was too cursed. It's like, like I, wanna, I need to test this out before I put money on it. Let me see if this king actually stabs someone. Yeah. The like 
the Robert Evans thing and like the Jaja stuff feels like a little cursed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't want a murder weapon in my yeah, house. Yeah, good call. Yeah, I think that's. Although you don't know what Jaja did with that cigarette case. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, were there a lot of wigs at the Gabor? Uh, House. They they owned a wig company at one, or at least oh. she and Ava put her third names on a wig. I didn't see a single wig. No wigs. No, but like a lot of really cool dresses. Yeah, weird dresses. Like, and you could you could have been on those as well if you wanted. To. Yeah, they. She had her own. Um, she had a big eye painting done of of her that, that you could bid on by the original big eye painter, the woman that the movie Big Eyes was about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. She had the gold. She when George Saunders won the uh, won the Academy Award, she painted a piano gold and gave it to him as a gift, and that was for auction. In a the grand middle. piano or upright piano? A grand, Jeez. a gold painted grand piano that was chipping because it was done cheaply. Yeah, but that was in the middle of the house. It was wild. Is it? And was it a crazy like when you like when you see an episode of Columbo and they go to these crazy Beller houses? Absolutely a Columbo. It house. was okay. It was such a Columbo house. <laughs> yeah, it had like a really crazy. Oh, and I also just went to one of the, it was another auction. The stuff in the auction wasn't good, but the house was the house from The Godfather where the f- movie producer lives. Oh, with oh. the horse the horse head? Yeah, with so the horse head. So I got you to walk around that awesome. for free. Got, I walked around that. Uh, that was actually an estate sale. Um, it wasn't an auction, but you got to get on that, like, on that property. And you obviously, you know the difference, Jimmy. But. Well, I know an estate sale is uh, <laughs> you could uh, buy whatever you want, I believe. Yeah, everything's just out. Oh, you just yeah. pay. Oh, so, so I went to like the estate sale of Rosemary. Oh, which was at her that was just recent too, right? Yeah. And she was really into Princess Diana and Charles merchand- like, merch <laughs> from their wedding. Hmm. So it's all stuff where they're in love. And nothing after that. <laughs> so I got a mug, which is very cursed, of them in love. That was like a royal like gift you got like if you attended that way. He's the king now. And you have that mug. Yeah. And they still look, <laughs> even though they're in love, they still look sad on the mug. Yeah. They couldn't even pose for the mug properly. They never looked happy, right? Were they in love ever? I don't know the real story. They were I mean, in love. Yeah, like, yeah. Quote, like the narrative was that they were still in love. I just only learned like, when the queen died, I heard the story of the, that Charles was in love with the Camilla from before he ever met Diana. Oh, I didn't yeah. know any of that shit. I was just like, I thought I, I thought that was just like a fairy tale. Was or, he forced to uh, marry Diana? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Camilla was married. Oh, I see. It's on the crown. There's a whole yeah, season of the crown about it. That. It's real. That's a good season. I guess that's where people were. That's where the information's coming from. Yeah. I don't know why. He was her, they were like best friends. He was like, she was his best married friend. I see. And I was like, no. Yeah. Benefits. Yeah. Um, the uh, When you go to a rose, because here's what I'm interested in. When you go to a Rosemary's, uh, is there crazy Dick Van Dyke paraphernalia that you could have purchased as well? Or is that, do, do they not have that sort of thing in their house? Uh, yeah, no, sometimes they do. I went on the last day. So if that there was that, ah, was there, that was out. gone. Yeah, that's gone day. That's gone hour one. Yeah, I think so. That's my guess. I don't know who Rosemary is. Oh, she was. Um, why can't I pull her character's name on Dick Van Dyke? Okay. Sally. Yeah. She was Sally Rogers. The uh, one of the writers with Maury Amsterdam and, gotcha. and Dick Van Dyke in the room. Okay. Yeah, she had a cool house in the valley. It was just kind of just groovy. A groovy house. A groovy fire. I also went to one. I went to one that was in the whatever happened to Baby Jane house. Oh wow! Where wow. there's just that it was the estate scene for the family that owned that house. So there was nothing to buy there, but you got to be in the Baby Jane. You got house. to be in the house. Yeah. So do you go? You go with a friend. You go with your husband. The stepdaughter. Who goes with it? I get to. I just try. Oh, not. I mean, teens wouldn't be into the 
the weird auctions. But um, just whoever wants to go. Okay. A lot of it, I go by myself, though. Right. So so do you think when you're, so you're there by yourself, do you think somebody is somewhere else telling you right now, you won't believe the weirdos you see at these things? Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> this woman who shows up at every single one of them. Oh, absolutely. Right? She'll just buy like do you a see picture the, frame. Do you see the same people? Do you... Um, um, I'm not deep enough to. I had my one night where I I went to like the event and I was like, oh, these ten people are the people you see like when you die. Like <laughs> they're all wearing like weird like leopard silk things, uh-huh. you know, like weird like. Oh man, it was great. Weirdo witch people. Uh, weirdo rich people. Yeah, I just said weirdo witch. Mm. It's like how I imagine like Kenneth Anger dressed or whatever. I don't, like, know, I don't know who that is. Um, he wrote like Hollywood Babylon. He ah. was like a like a just an old weirdo, but like right. you know those types of, yeah, just like those types. When's the next one? Is there well, one coming up? Somebody's got. Last die. week was Betty White, which I actually didn't go. You to. didn't go to the Betty White one. Yeah. I did see pictures online of that one. Yeah, that one was probably a mob scene. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah, and so that, I also I looked at the ca- you can always look at the catalog online, and she mm-hmm. just she she really liked like elephants, so it was like elephant little statuettes, but like no sh- nothing as weird as sugar. Yeah, okay. Sugar's your, uh, that's your pride and joy. I'm not going to get another person's dog. Gotcha. Pain. I have, like, the one thing, I'll just put this out in the universe. There is a stained glass window of sugar that at one point was sold at auction that someone owns. And you want it. I, that's how I complete my collection, <laughs> is if I get the stained glass window that Carrie Fisher had made for Elizabeth Taylor of sugar. Wow. Wow. It looks like something on the wall of a church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very How big, big is it? I think it's like this. It's not that big. Yeah, so not, you yeah. you could go to, if somebody has it in Tarzana, you can go pick it up today. I could go get it. So anybody who's listening has the sugar <laughs> or knows who does. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I have the rest of my life to acquire it. <laughs> but that's like, yeah. I'll tell you, you got a good shot. I, I was uh, looking for a uh, Steve Perry album that was very, it was barely released on vinyl. And I on this show said I, I that that is that that is my holy grail. I need to find Steve Perry's second solo album on vinyl. Okay. And somebody found it for me. That's awesome. On the East Coast, and then they mailed it to me. There it is. There's. <laughs> That's isn't it so great? That's sugar. Wow. Now is that on somebody's website? This you, is on the Julians. Yes, yeah, it's from. Oh, it's on Julians. Okay. It sold the year before I became aware of sugar. Okay. So I That's miss it in one of the weirdo Damn bunch it. of things auctions. Okay. It just went out with a bunch of stuff. Well, let's hope that uh, let's get the word out. Do you ever go to the, any of those? Um, either of you like the like prop auctions for like from t- a TV show will end or something, and they'll just have a bunch of. I stuff. I never have no. I, I like I look at them online sometimes. They're, yeah. they're interesting. I went once and like I I got like the the a menu from it was Arrested Development and it was a menu from the diner that they were always eating in. That's fine. And then I realized like, what am I going to do with this? Like it's just it's just junk that's going to pile up somewhere so i was like i can't get into this because you pay for that not much were there jokes remember. in the menu or did it look like the prop department wrote the menu it was not funny the menu was not okay. funny yeah there was no there's nothing then it was notable just, inside of it just uh yeah yeah that's but, but the, the it was really probably only seen for the probably the only outside of it was even ever so so why wouldn't the inside just be nonsense right it could be just yeah it could have been anything could have been could have been blank but uh, i think it was just like a real diner menu yeah i think that's my i I can pull it out and maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe i didn't look at it well arnett is very method so there's a very good (laughs) chance that he would refuse to have a uh, an unfunny menu menu. (laughs) (laughs) um fascinating fascinating 
Thank well, you. I want to know what this other hobby is that we were teased. <laughs> All right, you get a load of this. And by the way, you kind of, believe it or not, uh, when we were talking about David Fincher, you kind of alluded to it a little bit. A little bit. You kind of dipped your toe hmm. into what this young lady likes to do. I love that you just keep calling me young. <laughs> well, like, you seem I'll much younger. You seem much younger than me. So, therefore, I'm flattered. Um, but you're, I mean, you're welcome. Um, she, uh, Eva, I'm going to let you describe what you do. Uh, do you knock on strangers' doors and then ask if you can play a cassette tape on their stereo because <laughs> your mom's is broken? Because that's what happened in that David Fincher music video. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> um, uh, what Jimmy's referring to yes. is that I, I got I'm. I'm I've been at different points very, very deep into the like the world of immersive theater okay. to the point which I like hired a I, I paid a subscription to a theater company that did like a multi month long show in my life where they kidnapped you. They at one point I what? was sort of kidnapped into you got the gamed. I got, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She got the game. There was some people offering a, the game in L.A. pre. This is pre Trump election. Okay, it was an, a relic of the Obama era in a lot of ways. Uh, we were also innocent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did like a, a an arc that. Uh, what, what happens? with your job or anything yeah, else listen tell them tell them everything because it's fascinating tell them about like if you're at dinner and or if you're at your job and you get uh, a note it, it, walk it, wait i don't think I, to, I didn't actually tell you the thing that led up to the okay the yeah, well, go right ahead okay so um i got okay i like to go into haunted houses mm-hmm. i went to the haunted house sorry the haunted house convention what's called scare LA. it takes place in the summer that's where my friend, uh, the comedian Alan McLeod, and I were there. And that's where we got – people were flyering for their shows. And some of them were not just haunts. Some of them were – this is a theme park uh, – a haunt, haunted house vendors convention. So it's actually an industry convention for people who make haunted houses. Okay. There's people auditioning to be scare actors. There's panels. There's people smelling, like selling smoke machines. But you get on a lot of like email lists for like weird stuff that was going to be happening. So – I, uh, we went to something called the Alone Experience, which is like haunt adjacent. But then we got an email that was like, uh, would you like to do this uh, thing? Cost $50 and you will experience uh, human birth. You will be the baby that's being born. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, and uh, I signed up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it was at a theater in North Hollywood that I'd been to before uh, called Zombie Joe's. Um, at the time, I thought... I knew who was doing it. It turns out I did not. It was a rental. So I signed up. I was like, yes, I, yes, of course I want it. And I got a time slot and I gave them $50. And then they were like, okay, you've uh, you signed up. Um, now you have to decide if you want to be uh, fully naked or clothed. And I like thought about it. And then I was like, I guess I'm going to be fully naked. What? So then <laughs> I... And there's an audience? No. Okay. This is one of those experiences where you're the only audience. This was the first of these that I, well, actually, alone experiences like that too. Basically, you're going through an experience and you're the only audience member. Okay. That at a time, everyone else is an actor. Okay. But um, yeah. So I showed up at this theater in North Hollywood. I walked in. They were like, "You have to op- like you have to open the door at exactly this second." Um, and then and, and you're clothed at this point. At this point, I'm clothed, <laughs> and I walk in, and it's pitch black. And then this guy comes up and he's like, uh, before your experience begins, you must sign this release. And I like, signed a thing. And he's like, 
you have chosen naked. Give me all your clothes right now. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, uh, like in my bra. And he's like, uh, yes. <laughs> and so I did. You're and, completely naked. Yeah. And then they like draped me in like a kind of a cloth. Okay. And they put headphones on me and they were like playing music. And I went through like room after room where I abstractly experienced be- being born as a baby. <laughs> okay. And at the end, I ended up in a room with this actress who was like, I'm your mom. I love you. Uh, you're going to have a great life. And she like sent me off into the world. And I ended up in this room with my clothes on the floor. And like a little, the credits were written on like a little piece of paper. Who the actors were? Yeah. (laughs) And then I put my clothes on and I walked out and I was just in an alley. You're done. (laughs) I'm done. Wow. That's birth. You just end up in an alley. You just end up alone in an alley and you drive home. And no one else, you can't talk to anyone about this. Right. So then, so I get home. You don't need, do you ever have contact with these people? The the, the people that you see the name on the credits and... Well, because don't you need to talk about this with somebody? I couldn't. No one else I know did it. Uh, so then I, e- but I emailed the the email that gave me the naked or no choice. And I was like, great job, guys. Great show. <laughs> Five stars. Five stars. Really enjoyed it. And then they're like, well, oh boy, we're offering a subscription service. What? The- so this is them. This is how I met them. Okay. And they're like, for us, for a, you'll pay like a quarterly fee. Um, and a play will start to take place in your life. And I like, yeah, ripped out my credit card and signed up. You're ready to go. I was just like, now. I need it now. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I got like six months of just uh, the Kafka-esque mystery that I was a part of where I was the suspect. I told you, Jimmy, at one point, they came to my house at six in the morning, Mm -hmm. and they arrested me for crimes. They sent me into my bedroom to change into my finery to meet the inspector. You like that part. Yeah. While I was in my bedroom, they hid things all over my house. Um, by the way, I had roommates that were being very cool about this. <laughs> they were staying in their rooms. Um, and then the inspector showed up, and he was like, you're in trouble. And they interrogated me there. Um, they, were, they kept a record of everything I said. And at the time, I was just like, I'm going to tell the truth about all these qu- I mean, I can't remember lies, so... If you like, yeah, it would be like, if you ask, if you're going to ask me the worst thing I've ever done. I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Do these just these. Make a note of that. Do <laughs> this, these basically young actors from Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> they lived in Yorba Linda mm-hmm. and not Yorba Linda. Yeah. Wait, they lived by Biola University. So kind of by Knott's Berry Farm. Mm-hmm. So because I found out because I would have to drive down there to get interrogated sometimes. Yeah, at, like so weird hours. You would get a text or something saying. Yeah. Be like, you're in trouble. Like you have to report to get interrogated again, and I'd be like, like with my then boyfriend, now husband, I'd be like, I look, they, they, they're, they, I have to go, and he'd be like, okay, and then, uh, but also there was a website where if like if you like, you're going to get in trouble this weekend, and then I'd like go on the website and be like, I'm out of town. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I could get, I could like book out basically, like I was like a commercial actor or something. Right. Um, but also that website had a photo of me where I was like, I'm not sure how they found this photo of me. Wait, what? Really? Because it was like deep internet. Like you had to like get deep, deep, deep on like an old MySpace of me. So I was like, okay, they, they really looked for this photo. What the shit? <laughs> I, you know, you've so told me creepy. most of this and I'm still fascinated by all of it. 
Um, and, and you're alone. It's not like you and your boyfriend are doing it together. And no one I knew was doing it. I talked about it on a different podcast and they contacted me and they were like, uh, less than 10 people are doing it, but there are other people doing this. Wait, is this still happening? No. Okay. Uh, no, they, they, they moved away. <laughs> okay. And, uh, or did they? Well, when Trump got elected, they were like, well, you can't do this anymore. It's too crazy. It's too uh, purgy. Yeah, well, just, yeah, it made them feel bad, which I totally respect. Hmm. But, um, um, I was mean about it on Twitter. Uh, what do you mean you were mean? Because I was like, the theater company, because I, I talk about it sometimes on Twitter. I was like, the theater company never finished my personal story. They moved away. Oh, no. And, and I would kind of like like joke about it because people liked that I talked about this on Twitter because no, it sounded maybe sound crazy. I was like, the immersives have abandoned me. And at one point, they did make me memorize a flash drive full of information about computer hacking and then that never came up (laughs) (laughs) and i was mad about that that would drive me crazy i need resolution there were so many unresolved things so you don't know if you're the murderer or not well i don't know if i told you this i don't think i told you this part jimmy after i bullied them for a few months they're like they just sent me they they were like we're back and we're gonna end this here we go and so they were like come down to biola university at like one in the morning by yourself at one a.m but at this point, I knew like we had a relationship because I'd seen them. They they were characters in my play, mm-hmm. so I showed up and I went into there was they had a big empty area of Biola University and they brought me to a conference room and they showed me my own tweets on a screen. And they're like, <laughs> "Did you write this?" And I and then they put me back on trial, but this time it was also about my conduct when what? after they left, and <laughs> <laughs> and they found me I think guilty. I think I was found guilty. Or innocent. I don't remember. There was a final. <laughs> One of the two. There was a final kind of like trial. It a, so it wasn't a mistrial. <laughs> and they, they told me to bring my most beloved possession. What'd you bring? Well, I wanted. I was, that, that sugar ornament? I was fucking with them. And so I brought a can of spring snakes that I was hoping they would open. Ah. <laughs> And it's a, it's like one of my dad's old like vintage ones, so it's really violent. Like it's, it's one violent. of those. It's like a hurt. It's like it really shoots up. And I was like, oh man, if they open this during the show, it'll be so funny. And they never did. It was, I, they they blindfolded me and left me by my car, and the can was on top of it, unopened. And I knew they had to open it because it's really hard to pack those snakes back in. You have to know. <laughs> And that was it. And then I've been fr- like friendly with them ever since because I ended up becoming like an immersive theater creator. Ooh. And they they are they're really they're cool. They do stuff in San Francisco now, and they they're 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 nice guys. But oh, Jimmy! Oh my God! Since I yes. saw you, I bought tickets to something I want to tell you about. Oh, great! Um, October twentieth in Philadelphia. Wait, you're going to something in Philadelphia? Yeah. Here, look at this poster. Okay. Can you tell what this is? Can you tell who that is? It says Freddie D's House Party of Horrors, a Halloween party directed and hosted by Fred Durst. Yes, one night only on a boat. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? He's going to do a haunt that he directed on a boat that's docked in Philadelphia. So I'm gonna okay. So for the listener, this is a, yeah. a, a sort of old school '70s style movie poster uh, art uh, drawing, or you know, whatever. Of I, is that what Fred Durst looks like now? That's that what is he what like he looks now. like. That's White hair with a handlebar mustache and some like porny '70s sunglasses that are like red tinted. Yeah, you didn't see the the video of him. Uh, what festival? Just uh, Lollapalooza, I think. Oh, uh, where he came back and he looked. He looks like an old man. He yeah. also hosts a jazz night called Fred's with a Z. 
which he started because he liked the movie La La Land. Okay. Oh, oh God. Cool. Oh, my God. So, oh th- my so this God. is him as um, Freddy Krueger. Yes. He's got the glove and the sweater. I got to say, I did see that video now that you mentioned it, but he looked more like... Uh, grunge santa claus in that video this is more like this is a very flattering drawing of him yes i would say um but it's only this one night and so i'm i'm going with my my brother we're gonna take the train from new york and we're going to go on the boat wow and see just what it is is the boat in international waters because that, that would make me nervous <laughs> i don't want to be in international waters with fred durst <laughs> i don't want to be with fred durst <laughs> it's it's actually a docked boat that i think is a brunch restaurant most of the time. Okay. <laughs> perfect but this is the description when you buy a ticket okay um Halloween 2022 is coming introducing Freddy Day's House Party of Horrors this one time only Halloween party featuring your host with the most Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit enjoy haunts and hot dog flavored water what the oh, that sounds like shit that's, that's a reference to one of those yeah, albums the album was uh, Chocolate Starfish and I don't know okay. I'm not a fan of his but, but you're a fan of haunts and it's, I'm using your I'm lingo a, I'm a fan of exclusivity <laughs> well this is that that's it now, so Gary, that sounds like something you'd be into though right this all sounds uh, crazy cool. you gotta get into this have tickets done, are still for sale have you done delusion oh yeah yes. are you a fan of delusion I went twice the first time I went in there I got dry humped by a crazy old woman I'm in oh yeah Did you, was she, <laughs> were you in the bathtub room no it was a bed they grabbed me and threw me on the bed and oh man uh, by the way furthest I've gone with a lady yes <laughs> uh, and it was with an audience uh, what's this called Delusion. 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 It, it, why, first of all, why is this the first one? the first? This? When yeah. I go to you There's and I go, no, what happened over no the weekend? Way we you didn't go, talk about this. Oh, what? We had to have talked about this. No. It doesn't sound familiar I to me. Nope. Remember this. Are you yeah. going this year? It's cult themed. It's a cult. Oh, my God. No. no. I want to go there. I did not know that. Yeah, it's in Pomona, but they have a huge property. Yeah, they got these old mansions like downtown, and it's beautiful, huge old house that you would think you would see in, you know, some 50s, whatever. Mm hmm. And they just make it a live haunt. You're going through it. They're performing. They're talking to you. They're doing this. They're doing that. They put people on wires. There's like stunts. The guy who yes. created as a stunt coordinator. So there's Wait, people. Not you. Not you as no, attendee. No, but like someone will come like running down the stairs and then get like sucked up the stairs because oh. they're like a telekinetic monster or something. That's awesome. Yeah, that's it's really, really cool. fun. Yeah. Wow. And you're going this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You should. Their tickets are. They're, they're doing I, it right now. Yeah, Garen, you got to go. Yeah. Because they sell out like that as soon as they. I've, they go. I've been told tickets are available. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go right now. It's in Pomona. How much though. is it? It's a little bit of a drive. Um, I think uh, like regular tickets are like seventy dollars. Seventy bucks. You and know what? VIP I'm going to say something. But I think never not funny will pay for this. Yeah. Never not funny will pay for this you is to a go. Right off because we'll hear the story. Yeah. Because I can't go to you one more time. Go. What happened this weekend? <laughs> I walked my dog. You. You're, you I this is the first we heard about delusional. <laughs> well, remember? I remember years ago we got on the subject of those experiences where you go out camping. It's like an extension of a horror house. Like you go oh, yeah. out to camp and then they fuck with you all night. And mm-hmm. we were talking about whether we would really want to do that or not. I do remember that. I and like know. we were basically saying, like, how do you know? Like my fear, and I think both of us, we were saying, is like, how do you know who they hired to be the fake murderer isn't a real murderer who just thought of the perfect crime? Here's the famous story oh. about what you're describing. Yeah. Okay. Her- there used to be this thing called Heretic House. Yeah, I remember that. Very, very expensive. Yeah. One year, they like they were out in Pomona. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, um, Palmdale. Mm-hmm. And they it was the night one of the house. Uh, one of the audience members got like stripped down to his underwear and like tied up and like gagged, 
and like left out somewhere (laughs) um, to wait for like, you know, a monster to show up or something. Mm -hmm. But he got up and he like walked to the road and a car pulled up and the guy was driving the car, a truck uh, with an eye patch. And the guy was like, get in. So this guy just got in the truck. Because he thinks it's part of it. Yeah. So this guy, this eye patch guy just drives him directly to the police. Because uh, uh-huh. he assumed this guy is in trouble. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so once the guy's there, he also was so out of his mind, he thought the police were part of it uh-huh. just long <laughs> enough that he told the police some stuff and then was like, oh, no, 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 no. And the police went and shut down Heretic House. Oh, my gosh. And no uh-huh. one got to do it that year. Because of this guy. Because he Way thought, to go, he's loser. Like, he's like, eye patch must be part of it. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, come that on. That part I understand. I totally but, get it. But yeah. not telling the police the truth is weird. Well, it sounds like the sad part was when the police uh, shut down Heretic House. The people running it were like, well, here's the eight, like, the, not eight, but like, here's the four big special effects you would have seen over the course of the weekend. Uh, and they just like triggered them oh. one at a time. And everyone was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, now, when you say that there's the $70 ticket and there's the VIP. Yeah. What does the VIP get you? Um, I think in this case, you get a special experience. Like okay. last time there was like a separate little usually there's like a usually if they're smart the vip has like a special like a hangout area like it's a like a separate bar that you can Mm -hmm. go to Mm -hmm. for the vips and then also some like some special experience you get to have okay garen did you get your ticket you have the (laughs) this the vip experience it extends your psychedelic journey far beyond the play itself oh no to the secluded second floor of the phillips mansion and partake in the following trip hell's hollow through the use of psychedelics and the misuse of magic, an eccentric hollows cultist has opened a strange fissure in the wall. Beyond the opening lies a dark and terrifying personal journey through sound and touch alone. <laughs> and <laughs> you're doing this. Through the oh, yeah. You're in the dark will you truly see. Garen, which one are you going to get? The regular or the VIP? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The clock is ticking. The tickets are selling. Meeting. Yeah, the tickets. Honestly, I the, feel the, like if they're paying for it, you should do VIP because hey, 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 they're yeah. going to be a whole second floor. You'll be like, no, "What's I, up there?" And you won't no, no, know. I, yeah, we got to go say yeah, I got to hear about that. Yeah, but it, I mean, you got dry humped. That already sounds pretty VIP. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She threw me on the bed and was all over me. I'm listening. Yeah, just grinding away. Wow, man, it was intense. I've been with my wife for 24 years. I got to go delusional. <laughs> I got to. I got to. That sounds like uh, sanctioned cheating. I'm in on this. Oh, that's, man. A, that's a Greg Barrett line, by the way. That is not my line. <laughs> yeah. um, well, this, this kind of sounds like it puts that uh, Universal Studios Halloween horror thing to shame. <laughs> I just heard though that somebody said that because there's a horror nights this year has a maze designed by the weekend yeah yeah and somebody went through it the first night and when they got out like the person uh outside was like you know one of the scare actors in there was the weekend <laughs> like he put on a little costume and was scaring people in his no. own maze for real yeah or is that just something they want people to be spreading? I don't know. This is Trebek House all over again. And so that's Fred Durst's boat. What if Fred Durst isn't on the boat? Oh, he better oh, be. If you're, if you're taking that trip. So How disappointed will you be if Fred Durst, if Durst isn't, isn't there? there? Durst is the there. The one night? He's well, got to be what else there. Is exactly. He's the host of the most. Yeah. yeah. The most. Your brother lives in New York? Yeah. So you're going to fly to see your brother, and yeah. then you're going to train in. We're going to go see a, a very experimental uh, European play. 
at BAM Friday night, and then we're taking the train to see Durst. Okay. It's going to be a mixed... Have you ever seen Oklahoma? <laughs> I was about to say. Like, do you ever just go, you know, let's go check out the music. Man. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, 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 go, I can do normal things. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> not, one, not one thing you've described. Yeah. You go to, you, you steal from Ava Gabor. <laughs> you, uh, you're uh, doing, it doesn't sound like the one thing is normal. It kind of sounds like like uh, you couldn't like once you go to the extreme of yeah. theater, you can't they just can't go, go watch a bunch of people singing and oh yeah, this Hamilton sounds great. Yeah. I, I saw the Atlanta's Morrison musical last weekend. So did I. Wait, oh, when, we, when, when, when were you there? there? Uh, Saturday matinee. Oh, was Sunday, Sunday night. Oh yeah. man. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't want to talk about it on the show because I was just like. I, what can you say? Jimmy, did, <laughs> he, tell you, say did he tell you that the jagged little pill is opiates? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just, I, honestly, for whatever else you could say about it, I, I feel like my wife and I have not stopped talking about oh. the thing since then. Like, we were literally talking about this morning. It, you mean, it, it's that bad you cannot stop talking about it? Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it's I mean, to say it's go. bad, like, we, Garen saw it first, and, and he told us, and I agreed with his take, too, which is just like, there's some incredible singers in it, there's oh, yeah. some really impressive choreography. Like some of it is very well done. Uh, it's just like, it's just a really bad story. Like it's just not a, like not, not a story that needed to be told. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and it doesn't really fit the music to me. Like I, I just felt like it was bending over backwards to try to make the songs fit this kind of crazy. Like I, it was just like, to me, every, it was like five storylines and they're all just kind of like the most obvious, like, like a Facebook post about like what's going on in the world. Yeah, in Connecticut. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I got all the way to the intermission and I was like, who wrote this? Oh yeah. And then I was and like, you found oh out. my God. Like yeah, I, Garen told me, so I, I knew going, I had out. no, I was like, what, what very old boomer wrote this? <laughs> Cause it really did feel like somebody yeah. who just like, was out of like, touch, ah, like, yeah, the kids. Yeah. Ah. And who is it? It's not Coyote. Diablo Cody. Diablo Diablo Cody. Cody. Um, yeah, the performers are really good. Yeah. yeah, there was like when they sing "You Ought to Know," they gender flipped all the pronouns so yeah. that it was they didn't rhyme anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the entire show screeches to a halt so that sh- that song can happen. And it's obviously the most famous song, but it's so like even the even the plot that was required to get to the song is so like overwrought and insane. It's like this. There's 17 other things happening. Do we really have to throw? A random infidelity into this thing. Yeah, and that song's about like a very specific sitcom star abusing <laughs> yes. his privilege with a teenager right. and then her sexually humiliating him with a hit song at the Grammys. <laughs> it's not about like two people having a fight. Right. Which is two which it's is not what about it's... a teenager walking in on her girlfriend cheating on her with a boy and it's And like, that's what this yeah. yeah. It's just about two teenage girls having a fight. Yeah. And it's like, no, this is about a very specific situation we all know about. Right. You can't get away from that. You can't get away from the the, the famous thing that we all know. Yeah. Well, how did this win a Tony? I don't know. I mean, know. everybody I know that's seen it, it a, says it sucks. It was a it was slow the year. year. It was the year that the COVID happened. Oh. Yeah. There was so like, there was like there three like, shows. There were exactly. three shows. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But what's the other shows have been? Oh, that's a great call. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah Garen, look, look up what it was against. But and, I, I, more importantly, how long will this be at the Pantages? I, I, I feel like I've got to look at StubHub and see if there's any. Oh, there's tickets available. Oh. <laughs> don't don't trust me. There were seats. It like, was you empty. Can, yeah, you yeah. can get in there. No problem. 
Uh, I, but at the same time, I don't know if you had this experience. Got a, a huge ass standing O at the people end. People love people it. stand people at the end of anything in yeah. this town. It's it's, it's oh, frustrating. They, they also standing O'd the the you ought to know song. Yeah, they, they really. Did. really? Oh, I mean, that, that woman's incredible. Like The woman who sings it so you're, is great. You're, you're, you're multiple. Her. It's a very good touring company. A very yeah. good performers. The, the when we played the mom was in title of show. Like she's back really on Broadway, good. she's yeah. really awesome. The dudes are not good. The, oh yeah, they were terrible. Oh, the boy, really they listen good. to the show. Well, <laughs> men aren't supposed to sing Alanis Morissette, right? But but. Mm. Yeah, it's it's also very. If you saw Dear Evan Hansen, it's very much like they went to Dear Evan Hansen. We're like, we should do this. It's so Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, yeah just like oh man, some teenagers and yeah. there's a there's a group and and they stand up for things. <laughs> and there's a, there's a number where like of course because it's 2022, something goes viral, and so they're dancing around. And then at the end of the song, they all stick their phones out to the oh, audience, like a whole line of dancers. Oh, I just loved. Also, I laughed out loud at that the, point. I laughed. When they were all marching and they had their signs and some of them were just like, march for freedom or whatever. Those signs yeah. were really, really just generic. Yeah. They were just about anything. It was just a kitchen sink because that's the whole show is just like every social issue just gets thrown into the mm. pot. And you're like, yeah, this also is a thing we're going to tackle for five seconds. Oh, man. What, at one point, the mom takes drugs and she starts moving backwards and she does the whole song backwards. And then she then she's in soul cycle and she's soul cycling backwards. <laughs> and the instructor like walks through soul cycle backwards. That I, was pretty funny. That part. At inter- so that's before intermission. What I was saying to uh, my wife and daughter, I was like, well, that was kind of cool. And they're like, that sucked. Like like, <laughs> I was like, they didn't even do it well. Like we all saw satisfied in Hamilton where it's moving in reverse. And that was oh, really right. cool and well done. And I was like, <laughs> okay, did do that. I was like looking for something to be. And they wouldn't let you have it. No, because because at one point she's in the grocery store when it's going backwards. She's in the grocery store and like something's on the ground. And it's like it gets like and it's like it was like a box fell off a shelf and a guy helped her and i was like that was kind of cool how they pulled that off but no i, I couldn't even have that. Didn't have that wait but have you seen this is what it made me think about because what's coming have you seen beetlejuice i have not seen it yet Mm-mm. beetlejuice is so good yeah I'm and it just made me it. think about like oh man i can't wait for beetlejuice to see beetlejuice again and cool. it's coming to the pantages yeah. It yeah it's it's so it's so thoughtful and like awesome. actually great our cool. friend christine sestaro who goes to all the broadway yeah. shows she she too texted and said you know what's good beetlejuice it's crazy yeah. that 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 didn't that close on broadway it just did but then oh, it, yeah it, it opened back up after covid and then right. it's and just then closing, closing again yeah. but it had a really good run and like i went right before covid and it was like one of those shows where like the audience was dressed like the characters. That's it was awesome, like yeah. had like a mania about it yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. really cool. Do you right. think that caused COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Because you saw it right before. Yeah. I don't um. know the timeline. Garen, what was up against the Jagger Little Pill? Uh, Tina, the Tina Turner musical. Right. Oh. Which is, uh, well, I don't know. I didn't see it. I was about to have an opinion about something I <laughs> haven't seen. You're, were you thinking of the Donna Summer? I was, one? yes. Oh. Was it Moulin Rouge? It was Moulin Rouge. It was like three uh, shows, right? Moulin Rouge is better. I, mean, I haven't seen this thing, but Moulin Rouge was... Here's the thing. Well, Moulin Rouge won, right? I think... No, I'm, no. Jagged Little Pill won Best Musical? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, I thought crazy. it just won choreography. Now, I, now I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's what, that's what made me mad after I saw it, because I was like, okay, that's garbage, but it's kind of... We all agree. And then uh, Elise was like, no, it, it got like a good review in the New York Times. I read that. I lost Tony. my mind. Yeah. I was like, what? And they're like, I oh, it's so serious. It. It's not cynical at all. They, they said, aren't playing yeah. things for laughs that should be serious. And like, they were like, they finally got the jukebox musical right. I'm like, what the fuck are you wow. talking about? It could, to me, it's like the opposite of that because it's like 
it, it's alternately not at all connected to the songs or it's like w- trying way too hard to connect the songs to the, the story that shouldn't be it shouldn't be told but, i love how you said i don't want to talk about uh, well this. now that i'm no. getting going two of I, you, I can't help it and she's yeah she's egging me on yeah sorry <laughs> um, i'm i'm like I, I enjoy talking about it with people who have seen it because it's just like what the hell yeah it was endurance theater it was like going to see <laughs> oh, gats I, like I, sitting for 10 yeah. hours watching the great gatsby that's how i felt watching jagged little pill <laughs> we're wrong moulin rouge did win best music okay, oh good, good. Okay. Uh, okay. It, okay it won it won choreography i think because the Alanis is, Jimmy, okay. there's this thing where every song people will be singing and then some Alanises will come out and they'll like get all loosey goosey with their lamps and stuff. Yeah, they all, they're all kind of wearing kind of 90s clothes. They're like, yeah. It does not take place in the 90s, but no. they did feel the need to wear do nice some clothes. costuming. The but... chorus of Alanises. I don't like it. I, I've got to see this thing. They won yeah. best performance by an actress in a featured role. Yeah, for the girlfriend role. who okay. was non binary. Yeah. In the Broadway version. And I think so. that's it. I was told choreography. Nope. Milan Rouge won that too. It didn't win choreography. Huh. Okay, I'm totally but wrong. Milan Rouge was a good show. It was a fun show. I really liked it, but it, it like I could see like theater people being like, No, that's trash and, and Jagged Little Pill is good because of XYZ and I disagree with but them. I don't th- but I can't see musical people thinking that. Oh yeah. it won best book. Whoa. And that's yeah. that's ridiculous. That's celebrity it, bullshit. The that's book what that was is. so it's insane. Wild. Yeah. It's it's like 17 movies got crammed into one musical. Yeah. It's just scraped the top level stories of yeah. I'm in. specials. I don't care if my yeah. family won't go. I'm going. Yeah. You, you, well, I, got, I got to see it. But here's the, the thing. You're exactly where I was when Garen was telling us what he thought of it. And what you're going to do is you're going to go. And I, I guarantee you, the first 15 minutes, you'll be like, this isn't as bad. And then by the intermission, you'll be like, God, I want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the end, you'll be like, I'm not. It didn't even like I thought I would be laughing laughing more at how bad it was but it yeah. doesn't even do that like it's, it can't even give you that much what half is you ought to know in that it's in the it's, second it's like the, it's like the yeah. 11 o'clock number <laughs> no. or whatever yeah. Yeah. the second half is actually markedly better than the first it's so half, much shorter there's yeah. yes and there's i think more good song like i i'm not like a huge alanis fan I, i've seen her in concert a couple times i i think she's a great performer but the songs that you want to hear, I think, are mostly in the second act. All right. If you can survive when they thrust their phones in your face in that performance, <laughs> you'll make it through the rest if of the If you can survive what they do to Ironic. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, they showed that on the Macy's Parade. And it was, my son makes fun of it to this day. I was like, because uh, I, I realized seconds before and I turned to my friend, I'm like, they're, they're going to they're do gonna this. Do, they're going to do it. They're going to do the hacky joke that we've all That we all know. And then they did it. They did it. Yeah. They were like, it's in a classroom. I don't want to hear it. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, for, for the, for the I, listener. I, I, no, they don't want to hear it either. Okay, you can tell them after they you see know. it. They know. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, guess what time it is? It's the letter game, starting with the letter. The letter game, hope my guess is better. You start with the letter and end with the name. It's the never not funny letter game. All right, there Gavin we sucks. go. Now we're going to suck. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me just quickly, like, the reason why I didn't want to talk about it is because like, I, I know there's probably people who, who love it and, and got something out of it. And I just, like, I know I do this a lot, but I don't want to always be the guy who just is like, the thing you like fucking sucks, you know? So, like, I'm trying not to be that mm-hmm. guy, but this is my opinion on it. If you got something out of it, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you. I started it. <laughs> you did. You did start it. I, stir- I stirred the pot. Yeah. I, honestly, I jumped in pretty pretty quick. Some of the performances are breathtakingly good. Yeah, like yeah. the lead lady who came the from mom. Broadway, the mom. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, unreal. She's she's fantastic, mm-hmm. and the the girlfriend mm-hmm. I forgot her name or their name. Yeah, the character is um, Joe. Joe, yeah, great pipes, wonderful. Yeah, but that and the Tony gr- Award winning <laughs> book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, if you like if, if you like Alanis Morissette, the the. <laughs> The woman who plays Joe basically sounds exactly like Alanis Morissette. Right. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, cannot fun. talk about this thing for one more second. I refuse to let it happen. Well, you're going to talk about it for a lot more seconds I, after you see but it. I'm not this allowing is what happens it. when you ask me if I have nor- I do normal things. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know I was going to do this. I didn't know this was going to happen. Uh, all right, well, Garen, there's no time to ask about your week because uh, these two had to give us a blow-by-blow of the play. Uh, what's happening over there, Garen? Anything important? He's at the Pop Culture Beast Zofo Desk, sponsored by Lemonized Designs. Go to Lemonized Designs, buy two t shirts, get a Jimmy Pardo or Never Not Funny shirt for free. Uh, I saw Pearl. Oh, you did? Yeah. And you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's fantastic. What about Halloween Ends? When's that? A couple weeks still? That comes out on the 14th. 10 14. Yeah, I can't wait. I um, might have missed this, but have you seen Barbarian? I have. Isn't it so good? It's, yes. It's really and good. You can't talk about it because. You can't talk about it, but it's so good. You can't. Barbarian. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's animated. Nope. 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 Right. I think I asked that two shows ago. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like it should be. Sounds I'm like surprised it. you haven't seen it yet. Uh, is it a horror? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very... It's I haven't had an opportunity to go. The only movie I've seen was with, uh, with Oliver over the weekend. We saw the movie, and then the weekend before, we saw Confess Fletch. Yeah, don't my, take off. Wait, what did we see oh, this weekend? Are you sure my, my stepkid loved it? Oh, no. Oliver does not... Uh, oh, he doesn't like, like horror? Hates it. Did he like Confess Fletch? Yes. That was fun. It was fun. We enjoyed it very much. Yeah, yeah. I thought, and I thought John was terrific. Oh, yeah. Very, uh, very but what did we see? Oh, we saw See How They Run. Have oh, you seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Wonderful. I heard it's really good. It's, uh, to quote my wife, that was delightful. Okay, cool. Good to know. And Regan Burns, who, uh, worse than you, really hates everything. Yeah. Uh, gave it a B. Thought it was very good. And very much enjoyed it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I thought, you set that up like he's like he loved it. He was accepting of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, B's a good one. B, 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 B sounds like B's a win a, from him. Yes, it is. And then that now can a ten year old see that? Fletch. No, the uh, see how they run. Or would they, would Charlie care? Well, my memory like stinks. So let me ask uh, Oliver and okay. Danielle. Is there is it PG thirteen? Start. Know. Let's start with that. There's really no. I don't see any reason why they couldn't. There's, I mean, there's a little bit of drinking, but there's a little bit of... I mean, if he watches Friends and yeah, yeah. How I Met Your Mother, I think he's going to be okay. And, he, you know, he's seen all the Saw movies. So. Oh, then he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be fine. Uh, Garen, okay. what is your guess on... Uh, you're trying to match me. Uh, uh, sports teams that begin with the letter F. I went with the first thing that came to my mind. Yes. Which was the Falcons. The Falcons. The Falcons. Atlanta, John. Oh, we're going to go down to Atlanta. Oh, la, 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 la. good-looking ladies down there, right, John? Down at Atlanta. That's my horrible Tom Jones impression. Oh, la, 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 la ladies down <laughs> there. Confirmed horrible, apparently. Oh, yeah. What part are you confirming? Hmm. My friend Mike Burton's uh, mom just went to see Tom Jones in Chicago, and um, I think she probably left there disappointed because his set list at the moment is not good. Mm-hmm. He's leaning on these uh, old blues numbers. Oh, really? He's not singing the hits? He does the hits, but not, but not enough of them. He And even if he is, there's, there's so much of this blues business that you kind of just go, just do, just do your seven songs and let us leave. Yeah. And I love Tom Jones. You know that. I've seen him many that. times. Even here's a true statement. And the listeners love hearing it every time I bring it up. Uh, my wife and I went to see Tom Jones at Club Nokia, which I think is called something different now. Uh, and Tom, I had not seen Tom Jones at a concert in a while. I've seen him many, many times. He walked out and uh, somebody in the audience did this. <gasps> oh, he let himself go gray. <laughs> somebody said that out loud in the middle of a concert. That person was me. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, oh he went gray. <laughs> Do you look great? Yes, of course. <gasps> you look fantastic. Oh, I look great, John. Oh, the women down in Atlanta love that. Oh, they love that so much, John. Um, well, Garen, good luck on Falcons. I'm guessing we're going to have three more Falcons. Probably. Because uh, everybody said they can only think of one. Yeah. I thought of five. Well, it'll be the wager then. Uh, well, there's no there's, wager. There's no wager. There's no wager. <laughs> Just a splitting of the dough. My wager is ten. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's check in with Soundbar. He's over there behind Whoa. the sushi desk. That's Elliot Hoper from Palms, California. Uh, Elliot, what's your guess, sir? Uh, I'm going with the Fighting Irish. The Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Correct. Mm-hmm. Sure. South Bend Zone. Mm-hmm. I did not think of that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good. One. That's a very good guess. That's, that's really a good very guess. good guess. Yeah. Uh, Eva, we get to you. We do. Yeah, I, I, I thought I was last. I did too. No, it goes uh, this oh, way. Flyers. Who are the Flyers? Philadelphia, Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers. I guess that's not the answer. <laughs> no, are there a hockey squad? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a good guess. <laughs> or, or is he acting again? Can we? We can't tell because he's so good at it. Like Elliot said, oh, I'm good with improvisational acting. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. so. Give me a script. I disaster. Uh, Matt, you have a guess? I have some. Yeah, there's only one left that I think is in North America that I could think of, which is the Calgary Flames. The Flames, huh? There's yeah. a big one that nobody said. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Let's find out what the fans had to say. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, what is it? We'll find it. Maybe the fans said it. You don't win money. Don't get fame. Don't get nothing when you match his name. First off, the winner comes here sometimes. You can match for bragging rights. What do fans think of? Even though these are the fans, this is their guess to see if they can match. Right. right. They don't win anything, as the song says. They said. don't win anything, yeah. yep. They uh, just uh, get to uh, participate in a poll online. Yep. Which I guess is fun to do. Yeah, yeah, sure. I like polls. Yeah, people like polls. I do, too. I like a poll. Yeah. Go ahead. I'd like to see uh, your ass up on a pole. What? <laughs> what? Pardon? Pardon? Wait a minute. I don't know who that was? Uh, <laughs> out of body experience. Uh, number ten, I believe, is number ten. Uh, Fulham FC. Fulham. That's Fulham. Fulham. Oh, it's Fulham. Uh, now, to be to be totally fair to me, yeah, it's spelled full space ham FC. Oh well, they wrote it wrong. Yeah, I wanted to say that, but uh, that's I, not something I Jimmy know would that say. Jimmy doesn't even know who, what that is. But that's yeah. a that's a London based soccer team. All right. Uh, Columbia Fireflies. Oh, whoa! Providence Friars. Mm-hmm. Chicago Fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a soccer. Okay. That's a TV MLS. Show. That's a soccer and a TV show. Now, somebody sure. put LAFC, which I don't think would qualify the way we've defined this. Yeah, why would that? That's Los Angeles Football Club. Because then it would just be Football Club. That that would be L. That would be L. Yeah, be L. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're premature on that. Um, this is the one that nobody said. Okay. San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. Oh, now interesting. It's all. It's. It's written as a number, though. Does that? Yeah, count? but it's still. I think. You, I mean, I think it would be both. Frankly, it, it, when it, you're alabetizing that name, it would, it go, would go first, wouldn't it? Because the numbers. Yeah, but first. we don't have numbers in our in our game, so, so right. Yes, me. I um, refund their membership. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. That's interesting. Uh, Fighting Irish. Yep. Calgary Flames. Mm-hmm. Number two, Philadelphia Flyers. Ah, that was Eva's. Ooh. And number one, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. All right, here we go. Man, it's Falcons. Here we go. <laughs> it's going to be Garen. Number five, the 49ers. Oh, okay. Oh. So there. There you go. I, I love it. <laughs> Great mind. I don't think it belongs, to be honest with you. But you, I, I you still threw it in there, sure. Number four, the fire. Now, remember, I didn't do any Googling. Mm-hmm. You thought of the Chicago Fire on your own. I'm impressed by that. Well, the Chicago Fire was a uh, 
they were also a football team back in the day. Oh, okay. and that's the okay. logo I'm thinking of. But I do know they are also the soccer team. Was that like USSF or something? Mm-hmm. One of those off-brand leagues in the 70s and 80s, yeah. 80s one of those days. maybe the 80s the uh i'm about to you guys are about to make fun of me at a, at a, at a yes. level oh all right number three is the flames okay Calgary. that was yours yep. number two a team i had not heard of uh seconds ago the flyers <laughs> so you genuinely when she said it you genuinely were like what that wasn't acting uh that was not acting but i uh i i genuinely had never heard of the flyers when she said it <laughs> but at uh, 10 50 no i got here a little late at 11 08 i wrote that down as my second thing yeah. that i thought of mm-hmm. i'm out of my mind she's, <laughs> she's gonna be in philadelphia i know they might be on the boat <laughs> yeah and number one we do have a winner the falcons there yeah. you go the falcons nice work Karen. so uh five dollars nice being first in the order <laughs> five dollars to <laughs> uh all right garen first of all before you get your five dollars uh, throw that away if you can find it where'd it go uh, it's down by your right foot pardon left foot left foot caught it and then turn yourself about because I, that's what it's all about that's right <laughs> is this there's no song for yeah this, there's a song this, uh, this is saturday in the park oh yeah It used to take a long time. Like in the old days, people would rarely get it. But I like the action of this. You like the action? Especially this to- This one is good. I feel like we're getting, I know we're only an F, but I feel like there's been a lot of change. Yeah, there's of a lot hands. of change. Yeah, sure. yeah it's great. Uh, and I think I predict the same next week with G. Hmm. Yeah, that's oh, my yeah. prediction. Hmm, Although that's... I go last next week, so I, I got no chance of winning money. That kind of sounds like, I know it's not, but it's it, that, that voice in that song sounds a little bit like Elliot. Oh. Oh. Sounded a little bit like uh, Elliot's uh, fine singing voice. I believe it's like French. Let's uh, let's acknowledge, by the way, what was not acknowledged earlier. Two of us are wearing your Go Fuck Your Gun shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I did not know you were wearing yours today, Garen. A couple of dudes wearing Go Fuck Your Gun shirts. Let's go to a, uh, let's go to Orange County and see how long we last walking around. <laughs> oh, be careful. That'll... You might end up in a theater yeah, scene. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Talk about an immersive experience. <laughs> clothes or no clothes. What? <laughs> We've got, I'll change my shirt if that's what I No, no, no. You're, you're being born. <laughs> did it feel like you were being born? I didn't even follow up on that. What was that? Did you feel like... Was I it pictured her? like going through a latex thing. Yeah, and... yeah that happened. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> was there slime? Yeah, was yeah slime? there was. And uh, But the weirdest part is at the end, I was covered in sand. What? Why and I don't even remember getting sand on me. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> so it was at the beach. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just at some point, there was like sand came in the mix and I was just like... I got home and I'm like, maybe to dry off the from? goo, right? I don't know. Yeah, was it kitty litter? <laughs> it absorb all oh, that? Could be kitty litter. Like, yeah, it could have been. What I don't if you know. Were breached. <laughs> oh yeah, breach baby. Breach baby. Every breach like baby. every third one, they do cesarean. <laughs> Get over here, man. <laughs> they've never done any. They've done one. <laughs> no, only, there were only one dummy it. paid fifty bucks for this. I did like. 
there were complications, and I did end up on like an operating table for a while. Dear oh, Lord. Oh, good Lord. So sorry. To hear. No, naked still? <gasps> yeah. Boy, are you you are so trusting. That's insane. <laughs> I know. With these young uh, actors, you don't know them? Right. And they're fondling you? No, they didn't touch me. Then what are you doing on an operating table? They were just like, there was like a theater above me being like, oh no, like we got to do something. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. This sounds like a nightmare. This is disastrous. I wouldn't do it now. You would not. With, with all that I've learned. Not because of them, but just like, I'm a less trusting person. You're, was, you're going to this cult thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> they have a reputation. You trust those There's, people. I, I have some hard lines now, like this many years later. All Seven right. years later, right, eight so years later. Let's count this right. out, Joker's right. Wild Style. Uh, we count this out, Joker's Wild Style. Uh, we're going to count to five by fives. Got it. Ready? Five. five. All right, there's your win. <laughs> there you go, Garen. Uh, Garen, did you buy your tickets for this thing, for the cult, uh, immersive cult? No, no, no. I, I got to find uh, someone to go with me. So once I. Hey, we're not paying for two people. <laughs> I say you're going to pay for two people. No, we'll pay for two people. No, not VIP. No, we're about it. We'll figure it out. Well, I mean, we can't make him drag somebody to this thing and this the thing we're forcing him well, to do see if his friends want it's true if he's going to do a vip he can't just have the person with right. him not do it no they gotta do it but i think see if one of your friends is into it enough to pay their own way yeah that's what i was gonna do. don't don't tell them that we're pushovers well, and we will pay for both of you if, if needed it's easier to drive to pomona with a friend too yeah yeah, well, drive point. anyway. He doesn't so, drive, so... Yeah. Uh-uh. You say you'll need Oh, yeah, good Oh, so go. we may have to pay for the other ticket to convince the other person to drive Garen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that or pay for the Uber, which would be the same price. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it. Um, we'll get all right. I just don't want to miss out on tickets. No. I'm, if it's not sold out now, it probably would be fine, because this thing used to sell out yeah. in minutes. Pandemic has slowed things down. Yeah. Pandemic and distance. Yeah. Because it used to be in the city. Oh, yeah. now there's from a distance. Oh, you blue and green. All right. Uh, Eva, a joy to have you here. Thank you. I had a great time. Thank you for telling us about all of your weirdness. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> and um, I will report back to you if I see Jag a little pill. I will keep you oh, please. updated on yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Um, We're forming a support group, so <laughs> you'll see us there. <laughs> oh, she has a group? Yeah. Uh, who did you go with to see this? Um, I went with my friends, who's a film critic, and they also. We were both like, "Ooh, oh no!" <laughs> yeah. If I may quote, "Oof, oof." I think I know. I know definitely one. I think I might know two different people who've walked out of it. Walked out? Yeah. Yeah. You may know a third. <laughs> Everyone see Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah, it's not out yet. We'll see it when it comes out. I I can't walk out of things like that. To me, it's like it's a uh, it's sunk cost. You know, it's like I'm 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 already mm-hmm. I've already gone out of my house and i'm yeah. i'm here like even if it's bad i'm like i gotta know the full extent of how bad it is it would be funny if you left your kid there though yeah. <laughs> you like are like okay i'll see you back at the yeah. seat and then you just never show up and then she was mad about yeah. it too by the way she she was like why is it about the mom it should be about the girl and i was like i know that's oh, your no. biased perspective but i actually agree with that note <laughs> yeah, i yeah. would have m- much more enjoyed a story about a young person if i didn't walk out of that rent that you couldn't go to because of covid I, I will not walk out of any show apparently yeah i would have walked out of. by the way people compare this to rent a lot because it, it, it does have that vibe of like we're important yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so good oh, good luck with that. I hope you go. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to uh, I'm going to make the effort and go, and uh, I'll look on the stub or the tick pick, and I'll, I'll find a seat. Gold star. You don't have to do any of that. Just walk up to the box office. They will give you. <laughs> well, a ticket. I, I don't want to pay. No, I know. I, I want to get a cheap, but you know, well, I got a thing from the Amundsen. They're like our part, our friends here. Like there are bargains to be had because they're not selling it out. One time, Jimmy. Yes. I got an email that was like, "Do you want to go see?" The a Bronx Tale musical for five dollars, oh. <laughs> and I did, and? and it was incredible. You enjoyed it. I mean, it was like only the only worst show was Jagged Little Thing. Oh no, it was, <laughs> but it was so fun. Okay, it was really good. I mean, it was I don't know, it was it was it was a really funny adaptation of a serious movie into yeah. something that's like of it's Chaz a, Palminteri's life yeah <laughs> that probably shouldn't exist it's right? a Bronx tale <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's uh, great alright we gotta go yeah. we've got three days Jimmy so I oh no it October 2nd yeah it okay. closes Sunday 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 go to the I know I cannot Sunday. go Sunday Sunday I cannot go who gives a shit alright go to the last show It'll be really. It'll be extra special. It'll be extra special. Maybe <laughs> Alanis will be there again. Jimmy, the, if you can't, the entire show's on YouTube. Somebody pirated it. Guess who's never doing that? I'm <laughs> I never. I, no way. Sit you down would, and watch you would the not Broadway be able to get show. It. No way. No. I can barely get through when they performed at the Macy's Parade. I can't. I, I'm going to have to go live. Yeah. Or not at all. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for uh, supporting. Don't forget, Subtoberfest is up and uh, and moving. Uh, start gifting now. Let's get some new people to join the Platinum. That's the goal for October. Let's see if we can't fill that pumpkin. Speaking of filling pumpkins, this guy loves to do it. Uh, <laughs> that's Garen Cockrell behind the uh, sushi desk. That's Johnny Sambar, Elliot Hopeberg, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our friend Eva Anderson. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten.